Welcome back, my banter bro worker bees. I am y'all queen bee of tonight's episode, Timothy Queen Bee Tim Bennett. <laughs> and with me tonight is my soldier bee, Jason Chandler. Woo woo! And my definitely, definitely worker bee down at the bottom of the barrel. Hey, Aram Benyon. <laughs> Here I said. <laughs> it's just because you work a lot during our podcast. True. Not by choice, goddamn. So, well, that big different that one, but that's for a discussion. So, uh, <laughs> um, tonight we're going to do things a little uh, backwards. So, we're going to start doing the musical theme. So, this is the second week of our musical films. And yeah, we're going to let's thank you, Jason, again for picking this theme. Hell yeah, I'm hey, on a roll. Hey, it wasn't that hard oh. for you to find these ones, was it? I mean, it's better than natural disasters. Let's see how far we get into the month. <laughs> Because uh, this is only week two, and I'm running close. Hey, we got one more week. All you need is three more. I'm sure you can trudge really? them up somewhere. Okay. Yeah, because after that, we we got something else. So, um, yeah, and then we're going to dive into Civil War. So we're Captain we, America. Civil Captain America. Yes, that People I got to be precise. This is a Captain America. A Captain, movie. This is the third standalone. I put that in quotes because bullshit. He ain't alone. It's not uh, alone, but he it's really his story. Yeah, but we'll get yeah. into that in a minute. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so Captain America Civil War, which is the first film in phase three. Yes, that is correct. We are in phase three, and it feels like a fucking bazillion years ago already. Mm. There's just so much. And this phase has fucking nine films. Films, not the shirts, just films. Films. So this is nine films that we're going to have to bust through. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> right. Yeah. So this is going to be like a two-month period. So... Well, I'm down. So, All right. So we're doing it up somehow. Let's so, get started. Musicals. The whimsical love. Put some auto tune on there. Uh, Still sounds like shit. Work for T-Pain. Hey, yeah, I know, that motherfucker can sing, though. Yeah, he. I mean, he won he can, the voice. Yeah, uh, the, the first voice, season uh, of The, the Mass Singer. Singer. The voice. The, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah. He doesn't need to be on that <laughs> unless he's a judge. He does like a podcast. Yeah. Funny. I, he's kind yeah. of a funny guy. That's what I was going to say. He's actually <laughs> very humorous. He's funny not... in him, man. He's, That's he... T.I. Damn it. <laughs> oh, T.I. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Tease. Wow. All right. I just woke up. I'll stop. I'm going to continue waking up. Aram. <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> God damn it. Start us off. T.I. Oh. It's like a... T-Pain's been around way longer than no, that's a UTI. It's a UTI. <laughs> My God. <laughs> wow. That's something that women get very often in common. Yeah, UTI. Are you thinking of an IUD? Uh, Which is uh, <laughs> not even close. That's also that's a bomb. No, I, no, that's I, an IUD. I, <laughs> we're all sorts of kind of fucked Hell up. Hell yeah. <laughs> I threw this shit off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> Enough with the fucking lettering. Oh no! Musical oh, moment. Aram. Bitch. Oh god. Um, Whimsical us away. <laughs> <laughs> so. Welcome. Broke him. Quick, pull a string again. Oh, hold on. Okay. He's a pull toy. <laughs> um. So my my first film is uh 2017's The Greatest Showman. Uh, I will uh, As I've said often I'm not a musical guy But this one wasn't that bad um, I watched it a couple times Because of my kid Stuff like that um, Songs what? are catchy I say what did you like about it? Uh, like, what, what was it I that think, got, got you to like I think it Hugh Jackman's really Really good oh, in okay, it Okay that's um, that one, yeah. 
Yep. I'm not. Uh, Zach Efron's fine in it. Yeah, um, he was all right. But I think Hugh Jackman really just holds the movie together himself. It's Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Um, and the songs, like I say, are good. I'm not. Like older musicals didn't catch me as much. These, like, the songs were but this pretty was good. Basically pop music. Yeah. And I think and that, that's, that's probably what, part of it. I think that's what. Because I actually have these. I have the soundtrack. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've, I've listened to a couple of the yeah. songs on the my own. The Greatest Showman soundtrack. Like, yeah. that, that that first song. Great. Yeah. I'll fucking listen the, to The that. last song in the movie, too, was actually pretty dope. Uh, but, I mean, I'm a sucker for... I'm, I'm not going to lie. Uh, Zendaya and Zac Efron's, like, The Stars in Your Eyes or whatever song. I like that one, too. Yeah, that one's catchy. <laughs> it's it's, it's yeah, decent. For sure. It's a good moment in the film, too. Oh, for sure. Uh, but, yeah, so that one is, you know, it's a good one. I mean, it... Fucking everybody loves it. How'd you like the story? I think the story's interesting. I, I the fact that they picked, you know, PT Barnum as, you know, somebody to do a musical about it, I think is interesting. Uh, now, the only thing I'm curious about, because I don't know much about the true story behind it. I don't think he's nearly as whimsical as they make him seem. I think he was kind of an asshole. Well, you know, I got that feeling too, but hey, you can still be whimsical and an asshole. Yeah. Well, I think he was like <laughs> Like a big piece of shit. Yeah. Well, that, and that's kind of what I got. That's why I was, I was curious. But I don't know much about the history. About, <laughs> I don't. You know, the I don't either. But there's definitely shit. some like some dark shit surrounding Barnum. Like even when he teamed, I think eventually when he teamed up Bailey and made the Barnum and Bailey Circus. Like, yeah. There's a lot some, of shit that like shit that went down. Some questionable went down stuff. or just like just questionable shit like unhumane. That they, yeah. I feel like a lot I, of animals. Yeah. And, and I feel like I feel like this is yeah. I feel like this is the, this is what I know of. Is what you're saying. I feel like that's what I heard too. And I've but never done the enough. research. Yeah. yeah, I've never done the research, so don't quote me on any of that. Yep. But this I is, believe that's what I, I think. Heard. This is stuff that I learned like when I was a kid and stuff like that. Yeah, you know when you learn about animal cruelty and the circus and all that. Because I used to love the circus. Oh, um, like my mom would take me to the circus. Doesn't like enjoy the circus. Right? Like between clowns and all the animals well, doing the clowns, tricks. And shit. Well, to somebody who's not afraid of clowns, I'm not afraid of clowns. I don't <laughs> like them. There's nothing to be smiling about when there's plenty of crying to do. Tears of a clown. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, yeah. Greatest Showman. Yeah. Uh, yeah so it, was, and it, it wasn't bad. Have you, have you seen no. it? No? It, Give it a yeah, shot. It's decent. Shot. I mean, like, it's definitely a musical. It's yeah. definitely a, like today's kind of poppy musical, but mm-hmm. not that bad. Not that bad. Yeah. Um, so my next one is a 1980s. Hold on. 1986s? 86s. Yeah, That's plural, people. Uh, no, that's showing ownership. Um, 1986's <laughs> Labyrinth. Uh, Labyrinth, huh? Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, I mean, it's not fucking classic, really. I'm pretty sure you've used the Labyrinth already, too. So you're calling a Jason? No. Hell yeah. I do not accept your judgment. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, yeah, you said nostalgic. I think it was the nostalgic episode you used. Oh, uh, no, Legend. Is was from nostalgic. Oh, maybe we just talked legend about legend and lab. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I probably may have mentioned about it. I mean, at this point, I don't it doesn't matter, right? It's inevitable. <laughs> oh, there's gonna be it's, a crossover for right? sure. Inevitable. The fucking movie is just a classic between Jim but Jason's Henson's was not excusable because that was only four episodes ago. You yeah. guys allowed it. Let's moving on. <laughs> All right, <laughs> somebody's grumpy when they first wake up, right? Yes, <laughs> he rolled off the wrong side of his recliner. <laughs> Um, but you know, I David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. David Bowie just clocks in like a classic performance. Like oh, he's, he yeah. just David Bowie's the shit out say, of the movie. He's just David Bowie. Like honestly, with the get up and everything 
was like, they're not it's David like roaming Bowie. out of any of his fucking no. wheelhouse. Um, between that and just like the cod piece is the only thing I could not get. Why does fuck this? He need a cod piece in a puppet show. Why doesn't he? Because he shouldn't have to. <laughs> it's yeah. David Bowie. I mean, maybe you wanted to impress Jennifer Connelly. I don't know. She was like 14. <laughs> it was the 80s. It was a He's different time. He's stealing a baby. Right? Yeah. <laughs> There's no... Way to chime in with that. That excused it. <laughs> the, the, everything with him and children is fucking weird. It's the first time he's put me to the fucking... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, but between that, I think Jim Henson does a, an amazing job of the puppetry. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Jim Henson Company. Um, the songs are great for, you know, the time. And it's, I just um, remember the knocker. Oh, Yeah. The two, the two knockers. The one that's got his like the ring uh, in the mouth, one in the ear. Not that kind yeah. of knocker. So one's deaf, one's mute. Tommy. Yeah. No. What? Not Tommy knockers. <laughs> no. Wait. <laughs> what are you talking about? Was, it was a Tommy knocker. Terrible thing. I was like, I was like that's a Stephen King novel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> Continue, Aaron. Clearly, we're never going to get through this. Jesus Christ! I'm just trying to boobs. <laughs> and I wanted to say no. <laughs> <laughs> no to boobs. All right. Tommy was my Moving word on. of choice. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck. I, Jesus Christ. I don't even know where I was going with this. Fucking. All right. Well, we're next just going to move on to the next movie, I guess. Uh, I thought you were already there. Uh, I thought I was trying to talk up Labyrinth for a second, but well, the, fucking shit all over I remember my being fucking... immersed into that world. It was. I am not a huge fan, but I didn't. I, I also didn't mind I, it. Like I don't know if I could rewatch it. Yet. I and see, I just recently watched it, maybe a year or two ago, and oh. like it wasn't bad. But it's also been since I I, I was probably in high school when I last saw it. Yeah. yeah. So like it was one of those things where like oh yeah, but then I'm like yeah I'm good. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of nostalgia to it. Like the ending always kind of gets me, but like also I, I've been confused. Like was she just like asleep? Was it an Alice in Wonderland thing? Like yeah. It's like, a very, it's that oddly <laughs> weird, open-ended sort yeah. of thing because you don't know if she was dreaming and then fucking the owls outside the window. Yeah. It was just the warrior, uh, the, the warrior kangaroo people. Just the warriors of virtue? Yeah. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> Love that fucking movie. And whoever made that sequel, I want to kick in the dick. Put that out there right now. Apparently it's terrible. Like, well, yeah, because they stopped being kangaroos. No, they stopped being kangaroos. They made them humans. And made it weird and fucking really subdued. And there was barely any fucking kung fu. Mm. Sorry. Let's be real. They anyway. weren't doing real kung fu to begin with. Hey, they were doing what kangaroos could do. Kangaroo. Is that the plural of kangaroo? No. They were doing it the ownership? Instead of kung fu, it was kangaroo. Oh. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think Tim's doing another intro. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, I'll write that one down. <laughs> Um, so, anyway, back on track here. Uh, <laughs> we have not been on track since we started. It's true. Let's try to get this thing As soon as Jason walked in the room, it's been fucking derailed. <laughs> oh. Um, we're with 1990. Uh, it's the beer. Crybaby. Cry, yeah, uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, uh, Ricky Lake, Amy Locaine, who I only, I only really know Amy Locaine from, uh, Airheads. Oh. Um, that's the only thing I can really She's recall the, her from. She's uh, the girlfriend Brennan, of Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser's yeah, like, um, girlfriend or whatever. But yeah, she, it's, those three are probably the most notable uh, actors. Oh, no. Ig- Iggy Pop is in this movie? Hmm. Okay, it's Iggy been a while Pop. since I've seen this. I'm going to admit that right now. Iggy Pop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a weird fucking dude. Oh, and Tracy Lords is in it. 
Okay, well, there's more people in this movie than I remember. When was this one? This 89? is 1990, so I mean, it's been 32 That's years. That's close, 89. I thought it was 89. So. I mean, yeah, it's right around. It's it's Johnny Depp kind of rolling into his like movie movie star sort of. Mm. He had done 21 Jump Street, and then he was moving into like movies at that point. I think. Yeah, well, I think he had this done was, Nightmare if, on Elm Street by then. Yep, that yeah. was his first film, but that was like 84. Oh yeah, yeah. and I that mean, wasn't that. that big a point. No, I'm well, he was. Ke- I was thinking a, of Kevin Bacon <laughs> in fucking Nightmare uh, Friday uh, the Thirteenth. Yeah, who was, which was similar just a bit status. Parts. Yeah, yeah, because um, yeah, Johnny Depp had the most iconic scene, which is still very iconic, where he yeah. gets pulled through the bed. He was the TV boy because of the special effects at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. still impressive. Yeah, very, yeah, yeah. very innovative. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Crybaby, I just remember watching this movie on TV a few times. It's not, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's, I'm not a musical I, guy, so these are just movies I can remember watching. <laughs> I, yeah, this movie was. Won't ever say I enjoyed it. This movie was, I don't know. I can't say that I like it, but it's also not terrible. Ricky Lake, before she lost all the weight, like it was, I think, probably around the same time she did another movie that's a musical that we won't mention in case someone wants to use it. Um, still chewing that beer, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you put it down, though. Yeah, I was like, of the three of us, yeah, it's really you finished not... last, I think. Mm. No, you finished second. I finished mine first. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I just. I just remember it well enough to know that I watched it more than once, so like I can kind of remember it being okay. I just had a hard time with the crybaby. The, the, the crybaby yeah. being like I don't know. But I feel like that's part of why it's He's like being the way emo. It is. It's what it was. Yeah, He's it was emo, emo before emo was cool. Yeah, um, it was emo before emo was emo. <laughs> before yeah, emo had its. Uh, He's being a name. greaser that was emotional. Yeah, it was the he was the emo greaser. Yeah, um, is really what it was. You take, if you take grease lightning. Whatever, fucking Grease. Another uh, musical that we won't mention anymore. I don't think any of us like Grease. No. We, we never pointed out we had to like them. Well. We had to like something kinda about did. them. Kind of. I just admitted I didn't really like this movie, but like I remember watching it. I remember yeah. watching Grease. That's I fine. You're, fucking you're, you're pulling out a th- as much as you can grab at this point. Yeah. So I'm we, grasping we at straws. Yeah. We can let, let it go. Let be. So you're choosing Grease for next week is what you're saying. You'll gotcha. never know. <laughs> Greece. I don't know. The sequel. Depends on if you're going to take another nap. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't even know I took a nap till afterwards. <laughs> I woke oh, up man. so pissed. Woke up. What oh, day man. is it? <laughs> that explains because you were in a fucking great mood, it seemed like, today. You were all yeah. bouncy and fucking awake. Yeah, I got, got plenty of sleep last night. You got shit There was no reason for me to take <laughs> so, a nap. <laughs> Taco, and then Taco Bell hit, and you're like, yeah, oh, food, coma. Yeah, food you, coma. You just pulled a Deadpool. <laughs> Seriously, like in one of the comics, uh, Night of the Living Deadpool, nice. he uh, puts himself in a uh, burrito coma. Mm-hmm. He eats so much. That's just a type of blanket. <laughs> no, like he eats so much burrito that he passes out and then he wakes up and the world is full of zombies. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's fair. Oh my God. <laughs> so, all uh, right, what? Jason. <clears throat> what are your whimsical films for today? Whimsical? I know I keep saying whimsical, but that's because musical is basically whimsical. Oh, brother, where art thou? Are you going in order? Fuck! <laughs> Sorry. I forgot about that movie. God damn it. I love that movie. Oh, yeah, I just oh yeah, watched me too. it the other day on Amazon Prime. Oh, it, my God. I it's it. funny because he came at, at work. He was like all like in my face about it too. So, uh, Tim, is a... Uh, 
brother, we're out there, a musical. Does that count? And I was like, yes. Yeah, yes, it counts. does. He's like, that's totally mine. <laughs> so, what the fuck kind of impression are you making? But anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was I was confused if it would be a musical. It's not like they all like flash mob, in sync, get together, and <laughs> no, like sing <laughs> sing the next chapter of the story. But it's there is so much music but in they have that music. movie. They have music. And, they, and they, it's performances. And yeah, they have music. Uh, it's just uh, a big part of the movie. Musical, uh, I don't know, marks or whatever you call it. Yeah, like yeah. they stop and actually sing Beats. songs. Yeah, whatnot, yeah. So yeah, it's it's just it's a musical. I mean, they, yeah, they don't propel the story. It's Coen Brothers, they, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Coen Brothers. That's movie. that's why it's so good too. So it's like the Coen Brothers do a phenomenal job at making something artistic and still like. Oh, the movie! The movie know. looks beautiful. Like it I is, mean, just yeah. in general, like their work, like yeah, they just know they're really good at making something artistic and still like they not. they took the odyssey and made it somehow that's what it is yeah it, yeah it's, it, yep. it's a rendition of the odyssey yep i mean any, everything down to john goodman being the cyclops yep. to the three sirens yep um and then you have uh i mean other than the main character being odysseus crossing and doing his thing but, but he is trying to get back to his family which is. is what yeah. odysseus does at the end but of the war. Yeah. you have poseidon who is the sheriff with the dogs that's he's supposed to be the sunglasses. Yep, the sunglasses. He's Poseidon. Yeah, yeah. or he's I, portrayed as the devil in the in oh Brother Arthur. But yeah, I know what you mean. But he's yeah. Poseidon. Yeah, yeah, it's yep. the same concept. Yep, because you're um, dealing with the Greek myths, and yeah, there is no devil in the Greek myths. Well, there's no devil, but I mean, there's a, you know, Hades is the he's not a devil. He's a no, god. No, but he rules over the underworld, that's which is a, a whole it, other concept. Was it? That's we're splitting hairs here. You're but, still dealing with gods. There's no devils. They don't exist. They don't even have demons. They have minions, which is an entirely different concept. Apparently, too. Yeah. Groot does, too. Groot? Like I am Groot. Groot. Oh, Groot? Groot from Despicable Me. Oh. oh. He has minions. <laughs> I thought you said Groot. He, he for a second, Groot. you guys sounded like minions gibberish. Yeah. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like the minions. <laughs> minions are good. Yeah, I think they're funny. <clears throat> Moving on. See if we can yeah. propel you. How forward. do you like it? Let's see if we can pro propel you forward a little faster than we did me. Probably. Yeah, we're failing at this whole attempt to get uh, this done. Oh, brother, that was year two thousand. This fuck it. I'm just the next one is year two thousand. Also, the Emperor's New Groove. Oh, still picking out fucking. Disney yep, movie. fucking Disney, man. <laughs> you gotta save that for Disney time. I love this movie. I saw this movie in theater like three times as a kid. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. I fucking loved it. And I own the double disc version. Gonna be very honest. It is very never watched. It's the David Spade. It is John it is, Goodman, Patrick uh, Wahlberg, Warburton. Burton. Burton. Oh, yeah, he plays Gronk. 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 Why do we even have that lever? <laughs> the story's so good. The jokes are fucking one after the, the other. Spade, the songs man. are right there. And David Spade, yeah. With it's his David's, David Spade it's, attitude, it's great. It's David, all over yeah, it. it's David Spade. Uh, David Spade playing David Spade yep. as a llama. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. It's literally David yeah. Spade playing a llama, which isn't far from how he looks to begin with. So yeah, no, no. <laughs> it's just like a miniature llama. It. Check it out if you ever or like if it comes across your path. Like it's it's, it's really really two thousand. Yeah, right. God damn, I thought uh, uh, damn. Yeah, I thought it was in the nineties. Still, 90s. it still holds up too. Have you watched it recently? Uh, well, no, three years. It's yeah, it still holds <laughs> up. 
It still fucking holds up. It's still a great yeah. fucking movie. No, it's, it will always <laughs> it's be timeless. Great. And the animation was different than a lot of the Disney stuff too. So really, it was, yeah, yeah, it was it was just because it know. brought that uh, Egyptian type thing. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> try, try South. American. Different continent, <laughs> South American. <laughs> Aztecian, even Incan would work. Mayan, Mayan. Ooh, there's three. Yeah, we just gave you three different ones. You want? Yeah, work. that's Pretty what much I the meant. only three that you need to really. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I meant. <laughs> Egyptian, no, no. <laughs> All right, all right. If anything, in your fairness, it's the South American version of the Egyptians. Word. <laughs> he saw a pyramid and went, Egyptian! <laughs> I'm laughing because it's true. <laughs> Jesus. God damn it. Uh, culturize this bitch. I am very uncultured. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to let me pick straight out of Compton? Yeah, I told you. I, I Did you? Yeah, because you asked me about that like from the get-go. And I was yeah. like, yeah, because you actually have the musical numbers in there. Yeah. Where they're actually working on. Because there was that, there was a, I wanted to try to define the difference between like a music thing yeah. and having music. But at this point, you're dealing with the creation of music. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like, and then, what, yeah. I mean, you what have, did we say? It had to have like three to five like actual musical like numbers. Oh, shit. I don't know. Maybe. I we talked about that. that at one point. Like, you know. and I were like okay. hashing out that detail. Yeah. I just basically, because there's a difference between like, <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a difference between like having a, a, a film about like creating a band or something, yeah. which this is, but then having something that like, have the actual performances, performances and yeah. stuff. And this one, you have full songs. Yeah, you basically, for sure. have yeah. a, it's a lot of music in this one. So, a lot of it in the yep. end. Ooh, it's so good. True story, mainly. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was good, too. Because I recently watched it because you told me to. Yep. And actually, I think it was you and Jim that both were like, dude, you got to watch it. Well, it was weird because I told you to watch it, and you're like, yeah, I'll get to it as whenever. And then you ended up getting to it soon, and then you told Jim about it, like, at work, and he was like, that's weird. I just watched the movie as well. Oh, okay. So, so then Maybe you guys got in, like, a conversation about yeah. it, like, a pretty fresh one because yeah, you both Yeah, because hip-hop's it. your guys' world. And yeah. So, like, when it comes to hip-hop, I go to you guys because I only know a little bit. Right, well... Corpse and DJ Iron Gut. Yep. Ew, gross. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> to what? Corpse? Uh... I know. But, yeah, no. It was good. You liked it. I fucking love it. Don't ever watch the extended version. That's over three hours long. Not worth it. But otherwise, just it's a bunch real- of filler shit that doesn't need yeah, to be there. Yeah, they try to they try to hit you with uh, too much emotion. That's not worth it. Well, and I and I mentioned yeah. this about the film is that the guy who's playing Easy, yeah, fucking looks just like Easy. Just yep. actually, the the actor is lighter skin, right? Than. No, no, no. It's the other way around. Sorry. I think <laughs> Easy was lighter skinned than the actor. I think the actor was darker, right? Is that uh, what I said? I don't know. Either way, fucking looks just like him. Yeah. And I was Seems actually like very impressed very with... Racial. <laughs> well, I, I was very impressed with the guy who did... Uh, the kid that did uh, Dre, too. Because yeah. like, the fucking cast was just on point. The cast was great. For the most uh, part. Uh, I don't know about the other ones. No, yeah, I don't know. What the fucking... Uh, Ice Cube son. Yeah, right? He actually... <laughs> he auditioned and yeah, yeah. worked out for that role yep. or practice. He looks a lot like his dad. Yeah, yeah. especially. Well, and that's exactly what Ice Cube said. He's like, no, no, no. You're going to earn this. Yeah. <laughs> he stole him. He's like, I can just get you. You're going to earn it. Mm-hmm. And he did. <laughs> and he sounds. Because that was the other thing that you told me 
was that they were actually rapping. Actually rapping, like, yeah. All of them were oh, doing dope. their own rapping and their own music or whatever. Like they were actually performing themselves, which is why I think you yep, call this a they, musical. Yep, and they and, rehearsed for that shit, and, and they were coached by a real rapper from back in the day. And what yeah. was uh what's uh what's Ice Cube's son's name? O'Shea. O'Shea, yeah, O'Shea. Yeah. Uh, Jack, yeah. O'Shea Jackson. He sounded just like his dad. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that he looks. You could see a similarity for sure. He, yeah, he his it. facial tics and like yeah. certain like reaction. But he sounded when he was especially rapping just like his fucking dad. Yeah. <laughs> just like the old original Hell yeah. fucking Ice Cube. So. Uh, then uh, what's the Jerry Heller, the guy that played the manager? Yep. Uh, uh, Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Which is great. He... <laughs> He, he's Paul always Gia played a great slime ball. I love Paul Giamatti. Yeah, absolutely. He's so underrated. For as Dude, big bro, of an actor yeah. as he is, he doesn't... He's so underrated. He's I don't, don't, know, so much I don't know if he's yeah. underrated, but... Because he can get whatever he wants, it seems that, at this point. Uh, but and you he, don't see it. He, maybe it's well, his choice. Because he spends all his time in that stupid Showtime... Billions? Yeah. Billions, yeah. The first couple seasons was all right. Now it's just a fucking joke. Yeah, well, that or I don't some know. kind of fucking never watched it. tug but, of war competition yeah. type. But of before show. that, I mean, Paul Giamatti was doing tons of great shit. I mean, Lady in the Water. Oh, I love uh, the that Illusionist. Movie. That was okay. So I'm saying he. I loved it him. Seems that like he can do whatever. Just laughing in the street, mm -hmm. <laughs> like a weirdo. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, the movie is good on the creation of gangster rap, uh, some studio creation, camaraderie, and then getting kids being fucked over by the major music labels because it was new to the culture to begin yeah. with and they were too young to enter such a fucking large yeah. uh, uh, Goliath uh, business type of thing. And that's the one thing, like, I, I remember having this conversation with you guys uh, at work about this, was, like, going to school for music and engineering, like, we, I had to take a music business class, of course, and that was the one thing, like, <laughs> they basically were t teaching us or... or, or educating us on the shitty side of the music world. This yeah. is how you screw your clients. Yeah, they well no, it's the other way. They're they're basically telling you this is how people get screwed over. Oh. And it's like if you're not a lawyer, don't don't do anything yourself. They're just yeah. like, cuz there's no there's no independent artist that can go out there and figure their shit out legally unless you're that fucking smart to figure it out. Mm -hmm. right. How many people really are? No. So, and there's so many loopholes and all that stuff. Like basically what we learned in school was you know, like contracts, like this is the kind of contracts you need, and there's a bazillion of them. And if you don't have a lawyer, don't bother. You mm. know, always have a lawyer. That's basically what we learned. Mm -hmm. Have a lawyer at all time that will tell you what's up and can read them because of this movie. It shows you. Yeah. This movie exactly shows you what I was learning in school. Don't fuck with that shit unless you know somebody knows what they're doing. Yeah, because once you sign your name, you are You are fucked. fucked. Yep. yep. So... Yeah, it's a good movie. I was impressed for not somebody. I mean, I liked. Uh, I listened to NWA and you know, I, right. I, I skewed yeah, stuff but like, like that. But you didn't get into it like as much. I'm as not I a hip hop culture back, guy. Yeah, no, nope. just nope. But it's it was a well told story. It was. It, it was, was really good. Yeah, I was very impressed. Is it streaming on anything? It no, was. No, it. No, that's why I bought it on Vudu. Oh, oh word! Because it was on sale for like four bucks, and I was like, that's where I watched it. it. Somebody's got your Vudu password, so and that's both of you. Yes. <laughs> I, like, I got a couple movies I got to watch now. Hell yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was good. I like that. Cool. Word. Cool. So far, I have seen all of them. What was yours again? Cry Baby, Labyrinth, and The Greatest Showman. Yep. What was yours again? 
Emperor's New Groove, yep. straight out of Compton, and Oh Brother, where are Thank yeah. you. And I have, yeah, I love, I love all, pretty much all of these except for Cryberry, 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 oh, Cryberry. Wombat, Wombat. Um. <laughs> okay, I don't know what that was. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> all right, so uh, my musicals <laughs> are. Uh, I wish the camera could have seen the way Aram just looked at me. <laughs> Uh, I'm going in order as I usually do. So, lies. That's by year. Yep, by year. So, 1979. Like last week. All that jazz. So, uh, I watched this movie in film school, and it was it was mind blowing to me. Uh, especially, I don't know. It was just it was, this is a really dark uh, movie about. Is this the one with Andre Benjer- Andre 3000? No, that's not it. No. 1979 of Andre 5000? Nope. I thought I heard 1999. I was like, <laughs> nope. This is, uh, <laughs> this is a Bob Fosse film. You're a Bob Fosse. So film. <laughs> Bob Fosse directed this and. Way to climb out of that hole. It's, it's a musical. Fighting my way back. It's basically about a director choreography, Bob Fosse. So it's a, it's a musical about himself, basically. It's, it's an auto musical biography. Fictional. Auto to fictional autobiography. <laughs> like it's it's fiction fictitious. <laughs> but yeah, it's about him. He made himself the main character. Um and he tells his own life story in detail of his career as Joe Gideon. We, we a, have to like put a, quotations about a, his own yeah. life story. So basically a guy who is he was a, a a famous jazz dancer, choreographer, whatever, and he was a huge um he was into he was into drugs and he was he was into sex, so it's about his addictions taking over. And towards the end of the film, like he's supposed to die, but he decided he didn't want to, <laughs> and so he made a whole musical about it, or a whole uh, whole piece musical piece about it. So, I I was blown away by this film. I did not know what I was getting myself into. I didn't know what was going on, but I was very impressed. And Roy Scheider, who played in Jaws. As the sheriff, the bigger boat. Yep, he uh, he's the, he plays Bob Fosse, and I, I'm gonna tell you, completely different characters. Like I was, I've never seen this guy in anything other than Jaws. Sequest DSV. I don't think I've seen it. Whatever. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I saw him in this. I'm like, hey, that's the Jaws guy. My God, is he characteristic? It's not flamboyant, just characteristic. Like he's oh, a he, he's a great actor. He Roy is. Scheider's a great he actor. He is. This film basically just said, <coughs> "Fucker can act." <laughs> yeah, for that, sure. Because all I saw him was in Jaws, and he he'd been acting a lot. for quite a while before Jaws. I think. I think he got the Jaws role. Like, I think he'd been acting for quite a while. Well, I haven't really he's seen him in anything other than like I know he's in like The French Connection, but um, Gene Hackman. Yeah, but. It was just 1971, but I've never really seen him in anything. So, yeah. heck, man. Yeah, but he, uh, yeah, he died in 2008. Yeah. Well, he outlived his co-star from Sequest DSV. I don't know what that Jonathan is. Jonathan Brandis. We just, oh, yeah, yeah. but that's because he killed himself. Hey, winning is winning. <laughs> he shot himself. I think. No, he hung himself. Hung himself. It was uh, the Jackson guy who shot himself. Oh, uh, Jackson, uh, Agent Cody Banks. A- A- no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the other, the, the Action black Jackson. Version. Yeah. A- Action the Jackson. Black version. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> oh, wow. I've uh, had three hours of sleep and I'm 
Yeah, right. You got too much sleep. He didn't get enough sleep. It's all the booze. That's all we're going to say. <laughs> uh, so that was my first one. I do suggest watching it. It's interesting. I did write it down. It does sound cool. Yeah, it's it's a very interesting film. Uh, so both of the other two I'm, I have are the same date. So I can't. So it's 2008. Came out on the same day. <laughs> so it came out when the, died, the other guy died. So apparently I'm doing something right. Dr. Horrible Sing-Along Block. No, you did that last week. What? Oh, damn. Fuck. I yeah. thought, I thought, I'm Ryan. Oh, God, I'll do the repo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the one you were supposed to yeah, do. Yeah, I forgot. It's tenacious D is the other one. Anyway. Oh, yeah. I've repo corrupted first. you all. Yes. <laughs> I blame you. So, uh, <laughs> anyways. Repo, the genetic opera, uh, dark. And I love it because it's dark. It's, uh. What year is this? It's 2008. Okay. Pay attention. <laughs> well, he. It, it's. Here's how it's a horror musical sci-fi, and it stars. Actually, it has a handful of uh, stars because the daughter is somebody too. So the daughter is the chick who plays in um, uh, Spy Kids. She's also in Machete. Oh, she plays yes. the, the yeah. Oh. yeah in Machete. Uh, so she was in Spy Kids. She was the girl in Spy Kids. Yeah. I just don't know the name. And she grew up. And she's that one chick. She's that one chick. She's fucking smoking hot now. My God. At least he said now. <laughs> and well, yeah. Uh, but the uh, the main actor is, uh, what we were talking about earlier, Anthony Stewart Head, who played in Buffy the Vampire as the... Giles. G- yeah, Giles. He was the watcher. He was the, the watcher of uh He was Buffy. the librarian in high well, he was school. Li- he was oh, okay. the school librarian, but his title was the Buffy's watch. watcher. Yeah. yeah. So he's basically the one that trains Buffy to be a vampire slayer. Mm-hmm. Trains and keeps lore. And, and you know what? He's good in this. He's super good in this. He but he plays the main guy. He plays the repo guy. Who basically this is a very dark. It's like futuristic, like sci-fi kind of bullshit, like we said. But it's basically he goes and he takes people's organs back when they can't pay their bills, and it's fucking it's gruesome. And he sings about it. And he sings about it. It's gruesome and it's good. But he's also like feeling like bad about it. He's like gaining a conscience. Like oh, I have a daughter who's sick, so I got to take care of her, and now I can't do this shit anymore, and and whatever. But. Uh, Paris Hilton is in it. <laughs> what an interesting trope. Right. Like, a guy that does a bad job and then gets a conscience. Yeah. Paris Hilton <laughs> is in it. All because of a... a I hope dog. they harvested something from nope. her. No, she plays, like, the queen, like, uh, the king of the the, uh, the the main company that takes the genetic no whatever. Sounds annoying. It's like a daughter of that. So, like, there's these three... Sounds like her real life. Yeah. Pretty much. There's these three heirs. Hotel, she owns yep. organs. Yep. There's these three heirs to the company, and she's one of them. And uh, so is um, uh, Bill Mosley. Does she? Oh yeah. Does she give a, a night vision blowjob in this movie too? Maybe a night vision blowjob. You've never seen Paris. One night in Paris. Day? No. She gives like the guy that made Girls Gone Wild a blowjob in night vision. Yeah. Apparently they were dating for a little bit, and then he got arrested for fucking minors. Well, yeah. <laughs> So. <laughs> now that I've derailed Jason's night, <laughs> I'm gonna not speak a bunch of stupid and, shit. Uh, that I thought Paul of. Sorvino, Paul Sorvino, yeah, yep. yep. He, he plays is... God in the Devil's Carnival. From uh, that's who I was thinking of last week uh, when I was talking about God. Does he? He's oh, yeah. Paul, if I'm thinking of the right guy, Paul Sorvino. He's a big guy Italian guy. Yeah, and he's known for his mobster kind of look or whatever. But he's a, he's a talented actor. He's in a bunch of shit too. I just oh, yeah. he's I all cannot, over the place. So. He's in Money Talks. Uh, Ogre. Oh, yeah. He's in here, too. Yep. He, I think he plays... His name I don't remember. I but. think he plays, like, the narrator. The the one who's, like, telling the story. <laughs> so, 
What's happening? That sounds amazing. <laughs> so he's like a metal. Oh, metal music. I think it's metal. Metal musician. Like, like, is that who he is? No. No. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of. He's just else. an actor. Oh, is he just an actor? <laughs> he's oh. just like he. Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds is like his biggest role. Oh, no, not that guy. Not that guy. His name is. Is this dude's name is legitimately Ogre? <laughs> I thought you would this know it because episode is fucking okay, wild. Okay. <laughs> Spell the name. Spell it for me. For it's ogre. Me. It's exactly how it's O G R E. I don't know what you're talking All right. about. He's he's so I I believe that he's just like a, a European metal musician. This is why I've because I know of an I, the I know of an act metal that's ogre O H G R. No, not this guy. But that yeah, was, that sounds vastly different. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> From that one. Isn't that the night? This is the night we might come to blows. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I had a comment. I'm not going to say it. Nope. Hell don't, yeah. I was like, don't reach into the blow comment, please. <laughs> so, uh, my next one is Tenacious D, Pick a Destiny, 2006. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I fucking love this movie instantly. It's great. I used to watch the Tenacious D on HBO. Uh, they had Tenacious D, like, show. And it was like... I didn't... Four or five, I don't know. It was like they had a, they oh, had a yeah. season on HBO. Interesting. Okay, but like, it got cut short, didn't it? I, I feel like I don't. Yeah, I don't really remember what happened to it. But uh, I didn't know that Tenacious D was actually a real band. Right. Yeah. I but thought they were an actual act. Yeah, yeah I didn't I thought know it was that. Like a I thought it was just a skit sketch, or whatever. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. then, uh, but then I remembered. I'm like, oh my god, they are. Yep. Because they're in the. Uh, what movie? They're in a movie on college campus. Van Wilder? No. PCU, maybe? No. No. No, you're thinking of Parliament Funkadelic is in PCU. Well, yeah, but they're um, they're not like a mean, they're just like a glimpse. It's like they're like in right. the, they're yeah. like in a courtyard or whatever, and they're just playing. So is it maybe accepted? I don't know. Mm. Something. Some college but film like that. That type of film. Uh, for sure. And this then they came out with a tribute and I saw them on TV, like some award. They were Wait, actually they, performing. That was like an actual album, wasn't it? Like, well, they did, but this yeah. was like they before the album came out. They did oh, this. Uh, they right. did. They were performing on some kind of award or something, and I was like, I was watching. And I'm like, this is a real thing. And so yeah, then they came out the album. I was like, I'm fucking buying it. My mother actually really likes this album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I used to listen to it a lot, and I love it still to this day. It's a great. But Tenacious D, Pick a Destiny, when it came out, I was all over this shit. Mm-hmm. Not only did they had some great like actors and performers like Meatloaf, uh, Meatloaf, the singing. songs, yeah, yeah, the fucking songs were super. Oh, it's an all original out al- like soundtracks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. It, it was. It's a great fucking album. Hilarious. <laughs> so and it's a great. Dave Grohl plays the devil. Yes. Yep. Ben Still is in there somewhere, right? Yes. He He's the guitar center guy. Yeah. <laughs> Paul F. Tompkins is the bar manager that like they try to get to let them in to like perform. Mm. Yep, Dio makes a little appearance. Mm. That's uh, right, Dio's in it. Yep, before yep. he got all cancered up. And then uh, Fred Armisen. Uh, what the wow. fuck did Fred Armisen play? I can't remember oh, him. Oh shit, that's well security before. guard. That's well oh, before SNL, at the, right? Uh, at the the I think it's at the Rocks Rock Hall. Rock Hall. Yep. Uh, Amy Poehler, she plays the uh, waitress at the diner, who God, has like a I black just... eye. I this movie for fucking ever. I forgot all these people. Yeah. Are She's like, oh, you guys are so... It's like something about, oh, there's refills. Do they, you know, are refills free? It's like, yes, because you're all pretty. <laughs> 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 and she has like a black eye. She looks like white trash. So. 
Uh, Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Yep. No shit. He plays the stranger. He plays the weird fucking oh, guy yeah, with the yeah. limp. Yeah. Who wants to get the pick? They hire like he wants him them to get the picks or whatever. So, yep. Yeah. It's oh man. It's it's a classic. It's great. Those are my three. Oh yeah. Word. Dun, 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 dun. Now we're finally we're finally dun, dun, through dun, dun. it. Finally got through it. Made it. Oh my god. An hour Made and a half it. later. <laughs> we're like three and a half hours later. All right. So thanks to me. Civil War time. Ooh. Captain America's Civil War. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so this is a very in, uh, dense film. Yeah, it has a lot of context. So uh, yes, yeah, this is this is gonna be. A That's very why I was topic. so surprised a few episodes ago. You were we we mentioned something about Civil War, and you were like, I remember it not being my favorite film. Yeah. and I was just like, what the fuck? No, this it's true. You did by say that. far like I'm. And I bit my tongue because I was like, I was ready for a debate. <laughs> I was like, mm. but today at work, you were just like, my God, this movie is, yep, is not what I thought it was at the time. And we, so, so we, we'll get into all that. Do you do you guys like it? Yeah, yeah, I like oh, it. I that out of the first three Captain Mares, let's keep this on a standalone because this basically feels like an Avengers film. Yeah, but. As a standalone, this the third installment of his standalone Captain America, whatever. Do you like it? Do you wh- which one do you like the most? This one. Yeah, probably this one. I I, like, I definitely agree. like this more than Winter Soldier. Yep. Um. This I, one, I remember more of this than I do the first Avenger. I'll put it that uh-huh. way. So. Okay, I agree. I think this one is. This one helped me like Winter Soldier a little bit more for some reason. Um, I don't know. Okay, this I like this one the first or it Yes. It's damn near better than Iron Man. And that's like my favorite story and movie. Like this shit is so good. It ties so many of the other movies into it. Like they're all just set up and build up and everything comes crashing in this movie. And you see some very interesting I don't know if character it's too- you see some interesting character growth from a couple people. Yeah. 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 Well, I can honestly say that this is the Guardians of the Galaxy is my number one. Yeah, okay. Thor was my number yep. two. This would replace Thor. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Thor's sure. not even fucking in it. Yeah. He's like my favorite. But mm-hmm. after rewatching it, I, I, and I didn't know what the fuck was wrong with me back then, but I did come up with a conclusion that I don't think I had the appreciation for these films when they were coming out. And as we had mentioned before, like Aram had said, uh, I think a couple episodes ago or something like that, was that since we're watching them so close together now that there's not mm-hmm. this space and time, we're seeing things come together. We have a bit of better the connections feel for them. are the fresh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're not waiting two years mm-hmm. yeah. to forget about the, what happened. Yeah, you any of that like any of the stuff that's built up has a time to die down. Yeah, if you have to wait two years in between, yeah. unless yeah. you go back and rewatch it right before you go watch the new one. Yeah, this like, wasn't that convenient back then. Yeah, yeah. and something before streaming services and shit. And that's something yeah. else that I'm I'm starting to realize was, <clears throat> like, when I was in school for like my film as a visual poem, or any of my film classes to be honest, when we were talking about a film, having a discussion about a film, we watched that film three times. Yeah. So like Red Thin Line, it's almost three hours long. Uh, oh, we watched great. that fucking film three times and then had to write a paper about it. So, like, yeah. So, like, I'm starting to understand why. I did the mental math on that one. <laughs> I, I'm starting to understand why we watched 
these films so much because each time you watch it, you see something new. You have more of an appreciation. You go into it and you're watching the story. You know, you're taking everything in. Second time you watch it, you've already taken everything in. Now you start to realize yeah. that there's these little details that you missed. That, yeah. Then you watch it for a third time. At that point, you're flushing everything out. Going, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you you're start nitpicking. pulling. Yep. You start to pull yeah. everything out. And I'm like, fuck, fucking class. Like, that, goddamn Philippe. <laughs> that does so, make sense. That's what it was. Before we get too carried away, do we want to read off the details? Yes. Let's just let's, let's water it. Oh, read off. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ooh, someone wasn't prepared. Um, oh, I thought you had it up on your phone. I mean, I did, but my phone locked, so like I had to unlock it. Oh, word. Uh, so, Captain America: Civil War came out in 2016. It's it been that long already. Yeah, runs two hours and 27 minutes, which so far is the longest running film. Yeah. What? Uh, to this point, from Iron Man to this, this is the longest. Really? Yep. Okay. By like three minutes, I think. From oh, uh, sure. From like uh, uh, the Avengers. Oh, I think what? one of those. The tagline for this is "Divided We Fall," which just seems really cliche. Yeah, cheesy. Mm. I need some broccoli. <laughs> um. So, yeah, it came out in two thousand. What did I say? Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, the numbers were way at the top. I can't go back. Um, <laughs> Scrolling's hard. All the way up that well, hill. Like I legit have to go all the way back down to the bottom of the fucking IMDb page. IMDb yeah, page. I, we, we know. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, I know all so, about that. Don't explain. <laughs> so budget-wise, it had a two hundred fifty million dollar budget, just like uh, Age of Ultron. I just yeah, Age of Ultron had the same budget. Two hundred twenty. Two. Oh no, no. no. Two hundred fifty for Age of Ultron. Yes, yeah. two hundred twenty yeah. was Avengers. Yeah, or Avengers. That's Avengers had two twenty. Age this of Ultron two fifty. Again. All right. It definitely um, feels like a two hundred fifty. I thought it yeah. was going to be a little bit more than Age of Ultron. Yeah. I don't know. You don't have to CGI as many robots in this one as. But we, we've already established CGI must not That's be the thing. That's not a deal. It's <laughs> not a budget breaker. It's I think true. it has to do with like uh, Age of Ultron. It actually makes sense now, but Age of Ultron, you had there's a lot of fucking explosions, shit going on. Yeah, this one didn't have blast. this one. Much. This one, yeah, you're right. There was a lot of different places that they had to go to. Yeah, this is a lot of travel. It just felt so big. It is true. They're all fucking big. (laughs) But anyways. Uh, So yeah, so opening weekend, it had a $250 million budget. Opening weekend, it made $179 million. Domestic. Domestic. Um, Which I believe is close to $20 million more than... um, I don't remember really more than uh, Age of Ultron or uh, Age of Ultron. Because yeah. I, be completely honest, I don't remember much of the details of Ant Man. Um, Ant Man didn't do that well. It was no. the lowest. Yeah, it was like the lowest of them. Like I, yeah. it, it barely. It was like 130 or 40 mm. million too, and no. it was like 89 or something like I that. I remember the commercial for this, the trailer. Yeah. Uh, oh, dude, it was so fucking. What? Uh, yeah, I don't know. What were you gonna say? I remember the trailer, watching the trailer for the first time, going. Oh. Yeah, they made it they made <laughs> it, it like intense. The, this is intense, blah blah blah. The best comic movie ever made. And I just rolled my eyes like, oh my god, yeah, right. And then one of the employees uh came to work and was like, the commercial wasn't wrong, man. Like, fuck. <laughs> the so same went, guy who told you to watch that other film. Yes, that you're like, oh, exactly. Yep, thank I, you. <laughs> his word is not to be fucked with. So I was like, What's right, his name? Let's get him on this podcast. Marcus. <laughs> All right, um, Marcus, if you're out there. He's not. Um, <laughs> damn. 
All but, right, uh, well, rest in peace, brother. Just got real. Rest in peace, brother. Uh, good times. But uh, uh, so yeah, I went and watched it, and whew, I was like, fucking. I don't like to agree with advertisements or shit like that. You know, yeah. the hipster I am. Yep. Uh, but I was like, wow, this is like just it was mind blowing. Yeah, I saw this in the theaters too, and I remember being plugged in. Yeah. The yeah. entire time. Mm-hmm. It's hard not to. Like, you don't get a chance to go. <sighs> no. Because <laughs> there's always something. The, and it's, it's not, not and it's not the, the action, no. the fighting. It's the Fucking emotion. Dra- it's drama. It is really is. It's this is a what, it, ha- it, what do we get if we strip all the comic book shit away on this movie, Aaron? This is <laughs> dude, this is a family drama, is what this is. Like <laughs> legit, like no th- I'm serious. No, like, this no, is, yeah, you're this right. This is familiar yeah. agree. like drama. Yeah. This is a family drama. This is basically like the this family, family. The family can't agree with something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the Christmas vacation. Yeah, yeah. Just, this is a serious the- National Lampoon's Christmas vacation. Yep. Oh yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Captain for- America would be the uh, would be uh, Chevy Chase, and oh yeah, and uh, Tony Stark would be uh, his boss. Who would play Randy Quaid's part? Hmm. Who's cousin Eddie in this situation? Spider Man. <laughs> I was gonna go at Miss. Wow! Scott. All right, Scott. Scott Lang. Scott Lang. Yeah. All right, I'll give you that one. I just wanted to know who's like, what right. are your opinions on that one because he's the only one that's like funny, but he's also like not important. <laughs> I think the one most likely to be locked up. That's true. Yeah. Touche. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, start with that. <laughs> let's uh, finish out these. Uh, Numbers. Uh, numbers real quick. Uh, gross, domestic gross, it made $408 million. Oh, shit, we're still in the details. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, dim, like, worldwide gross, it grossed $1.15 billion. Billion. Hell, yeah. Billion, people. Billion. Gross-wide. That is... Fuck. Goddamn, Marvel was set after this. That yeah. that kind of money lets you fight, the va- like, the church... Like the Vatican. They could fight the Catholic <laughs> Church you, for Vatican. that much money. We got money, bitches. <laughs> we do what we want. Enough of your well, petty rules. We're gonna poop in the woods too. <laughs> Pull an Amber Heard and poop on their pillow. Oh, uh, pink eye. Boom. Um, yeah. So those are my details. Hell yeah. Well, let's get into the the, the nitty gritty. Nitty gritty. Nitty gritty. Giddy. So, first off, and most important question, Aram. Who do you side with? Iron Man side with? or Captain America? Bro, this is still fucking Iron Man trying to like do what he thinks is best without consulting anybody. Yep. So I stand firmly on the side of Captain America because he he's the first one to say this isn't, you know, safety. This is fear. Yes. This is and the you know, it's a it's an allegory to say that like a, like a lot of people are willing to give up a lot of their freedoms just to have a little bit of safety. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I'm not one of those people. Um, I'm not a fucking right-wing nut or anything like that either, but... I just like the Captain America said, uh, what if we have to go do something that we feel is right and they won't allow us to? Yeah. And they're wrong. And, like, that right there says yeah. it all. Like, So you stick with Captain America? I'm on Captain America. Captain America. Captain America. Because be, I agree. You're going to be on Stark, Iron Man's side, aren't you? Tony Stark is fucking... He's looking for that safety net. He can't. He couldn't do it on his own. So now he's, now he's, 
uh, kneeling to a boss yeah, for the it, first it's, time it's, ever. It's like he says that we need to be put in check. And I get why his character is doing that because yep. he's scared as fuck. But yeah, it, it comes Alfred down to Alfred Woodard made him feel bad. Yeah. So like, what <laughs> <laughs> it comes down to what Aram said <laughs> is he's just trying to do his fucking Iron Man thing. Yeah. He he's he only thinking about best, himself. So like he. Yeah. Yeah, he's trying to assuage his own conscience. Yeah, he felt bad because of the situation because that woman who—that's right, Alfred Woodard made him feel yeah. bad. So, yeah. like so he figured so we have to do this. Now he's like, oh well, I'm going to take control. I'm not the captain. I'm yeah. not the leader. But you all need to obey. Yeah. Once again, he's playing a role he doesn't want to play and still playing it. Yeah. yeah. He's trying to play with with all the power, but none of the consequences. Yep. And this is the perfect thing that he said. He basically just said it. We need to put be put in check. But there needs to be. Well, contingencies is the way they put it. But yeah. if something goes bad, yeah. somebody else needs to cover it up or yeah. deal with it. Right. Because they can't because then all the, the responsibilities at that point comes on them and they become whatever. Yeah. It's it's, it's trying to not be held accountable. Yeah. For yeah. shit that goes wrong. about accountability. Yes. Well, yep. to a kind of. Kind of. It's it, it, it's it's a little bit further into So this, this film bases itself not necessarily on accountability but as much as forgiveness and stubbornness mm-hmm. so we talked about two like we talk about in uh, the avengers how there's too many big heads in the same room yeah. this is two stubborn people not willing to step aside their stubbornness mm-hmm. yeah. and meet in the middle that's really all it is it's a really it's a marriage it's a marriage that they both they 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 have the same problems, but they just don't agree on the way the problems should be solved. It's the classic opposing viewpoints of like, you know, it's taking one subject to being like, this is my my side of things, this is my side of things, and never meeting in the middle. Nope, it's like, there's no compromise. It's one extreme to the other. Yep, there's no there's compromise. There's no middle ground. There's no gray area. It's black and white. And yeah. that's and that's what this is. It's about the relationship between the two that can't compromise. Their stubbornness. So because of their stubbornness, it's defaulted on everybody else. Because everybody else is casualty yeah. at this point. Yeah. So it's literally two power heads, two rams going at it, button heads, not realizing that these are humongous, massive, 30 feet, you know, rams destroying a town. Right. Because that's what we see. I feel like if Captain America had just mounted Tony, they would have figured things out really quick. Oh, well, they, they kind of did that. Display. They kind of did that. It's the Battle of the Alphas and... One has an alpha head. One has an alpha body. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. So yeah, I took, I took that in a weird way. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, like you know. And so I here's my thing about it. I I favor more on Captain America's side. I don't agree with. And that's the thing. This movie has really good arguments. Oh my god! To yes. where both sides have great points. And so I don't, I don't think anyone would have expected as much politically or intelligently right. formed arguments to come out of a comic book movie. This no. movie is well written. And Russo brothers. Wait, I don't know if they wrote yep, it. Yep, Russo. I think it was the Russos. Yeah. That's well, they didn't write, they it, but they directed, directed it. Yep. So, sorry. I'm sure they had their hands. I skipped in. over the writer. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but here, here's the thing about that is that it's like I said, it's a relationship. It's it's it's, it's a like family it's drama. a family drama. Yep. Yeah. But um. They're not able to forgive either. It's a, it's a story about forgiveness. It doesn't come off like it, but it's... Robert, or Tony Stark can't forgive... Rimshot. Well, primarily, Rimshot. he can't forgive the fact that, you know, his parents died and there's yeah, somebody yeah, out there to be That gets played whatever. in at the end. It does. Yeah. But he can't let go of 
Captain America. He can't forgive Captain America for being so resistant. Yeah. He and then, well, Captain America can't forgive Tony yeah. for doing the wrong things. Yeah. He's always holding these bad things against him. He can't say, hey, you know, you're doing good too. No. He always as soon. And he says that right there in the conference room when he when he brings the pens. Yeah, it's like, I he's just, when, knew I, it, Tony. just, just when I think you, you, just when you start to do the right thing, you go and do something. I, I can't remember the line exactly. Yeah, yeah. and that's my point. That so be. he can't forgive Tony for his past issues, for his past bad stuff that he's done. He just can't. And he said that in the previous film too. You know, Age of Ultron. He's like the ba- black market thing. You yeah. know what I mean? So you, yeah, you have one that's too righteous, and then you have one that's too selfish. Yeah. So. Like I say, those 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 like black and white areas. There's no morally gray spot that any of the, either of those two live in. No, like there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of destructive qualities between the relationship, mm-hmm. and it's affecting everybody else. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna ask, how do you feel about the rest of the cast making their decisions? So they're primarily doing it because of yeah. uh, of basically influence. Yes. So the only one that makes us solid is Vision. Vision, yep. I was actually going to point out something. What I thought was very interesting is even though, like, you know, Tony makes that argument, he's like, I'm trying to keep the Avengers together. The only one that's actually trying to keep them together is Black Widow. She's the only one making moves to try and, and keep them together. And that's the side I'm on. Yeah. Yeah. Is Black Widow. Yep. I can see because her I don't necessarily agree with them, but I see her arguments much better than anyone else. Because she steps her ego aside. She's not yep. about one side or the She's other. She's the one she that lets Captain all. America get She sees fired. the big picture of it yep. all. She's like, if you keep fighting, it's going to destroy us all. Yep. If we don't fight hard enough, we're going to lose each other. Yeah. It's, it's a, there, it's a non-win-win no, situation. So what no she does, she steps aside. Her best line is, the path of least resistance doesn't yeah. mean it's not the right path. Yes. Yeah. Black Widow is the only one that sees the big picture. She's the only one that's right, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're not but, led to believe that because it's not about her. Right. It's about basically. It's, about, yeah, it's a Captain it's America movie. It's it's Captain America. Well, even though she's she's right, she still doesn't have an answer. Because, you know, because that's she's, it. She's, there is no answer. Though. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. That that line about the path of least resistance isn't the yeah. isn't necessarily the wrong path. Doesn't is probably the most poignant line of the whole movie. Well, and 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 uh, and Captain America says something about like, uh, but if you do this, you're just gonna lose us all, or something like that. And then Captain says like, uh, yeah, but uh, you know, if you fight them when or something, I fucking can't remember. It's during after the Wakanda thing. It's during the funeral, isn't it? Maybe. Yeah, like, actually, yeah. it may be. Because I think be. it's the same point when she says that line about the path of least resistance. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely. the wrong path. Is that the same time? It, yeah, because she, she like, said something about, it's like, well, you know, if you, if you do this. What's more important is keeping us together. And he's yeah. Like, well, that's what are what we giving up in re, in respect to that's that? What that's what it is. That's the whole thing. It's, like, yeah. it's a matter of what we're giving up to keep yeah. us together. That's what it is. Exactly. So what did you take away from that? What did you take away well, from and, that, and that, that keeping them together? Do you think that the Avengers is better together or... Should it not have been a thing? This is basically the whole concept of this film is should these well, it, superpowers be a thing? It's an interesting this de- super it's an interesting theory super to band. put forward. Um to say, oh, having, you know, a bunch of you know, people that have ex- you know extraordinary powers or skills unchecked is, you know, not is better to have them like, you know, with a collar around their neck. But I mean that gives root to, you know, the idea of slavery or, you know, things like and, that. And there are, that's what uh, uh, about Ross yeah. was basically saying is like, you guys fucked up. We now have to go, hey, 
we you need to be put in check. And that's where Tony Stark was saying, I agree because of his conscience. Well, and my, but this is my argument. And the only thing I'll look at is I look at, you know, what would have happened if they didn't intervene? Like, yes, people died. And that's not, that's a tragedy. And like we, you know, I'm not saying that that's nothing. But if they hadn't stepped in when they did and how they did, mm. what would have happened otherwise? And that no is one takes that says. into account. But that's what Captain says. He said uh, something very similar to that. It's like, you can't save them all. But we yeah. failed because, you know, we got too distracted or we got sidetracked on our own agenda. Yeah. So we failed. He was admitting that, yes, we messed up. But this still, was without ours. us, it would have been worse. But without us, yeah. Without what we did, yeah. like, we can't save them all. That's what, and that's it, where, that's it where his whole thing. becomes the lesser of two evils. Yeah. Almost. This is kind of the argument. And when, yeah, you have a fucking uh, argument like this, there was no answer. There's that's no kind answer. of the best answer, the lesser of two evils. And that's why, once or again, the devil, you, the devil you know is better yeah, than the devil you, you don't. That's the, another way to look at it. And, and see, that's where, once again, like, Black Widow. Like, you would think that Vision... But Vision chose a side because he's ch he's choosing a he side. Ran the math. Yeah. yeah, he's choosing a side that's not um I'm, I'm compassionate. He's choosing a side that's more about um the in a lack of a better word safe side. It's a safe guarantee, which yeah. isn't really guarantee. Yeah, he it's ran just the a math of like it's how I can save more people on this side than yeah, I necessarily it's a, it's can a on this side. Yeah, because he's conflicted with. Wanda's and his emotion and that's where he's developing compassion mm -hmm. a synthetic humanoid being that has now realized because they even brought to the things like I, I was distracted I didn't think that was possible neither did I right because he's evolving he's yeah. becoming compassionate and he's com being compassionate because he's starting to have feelings for Wanda yep. and he's starting to realize that Wanda is that person who everybody looks at her as a monster or whatever and he doesn't see it that way Mm -hmm. Oh no! But he understood because what happened in the compound? What their conversation? Like what? What? What was happening? What when? When? Oh, she got locked up. Yeah, yeah. She wanted to go to the store, and what did Vision do? Uh, distracted her. Uh, well, yeah, basically tried. Yeah, stepped in front of her and said, oh, "It'd be best if you didn't." Why yeah, we but he did it with such a like. Yeah. Why don't uh, we get a pizza instead? You know. Yeah. Um. But it's one of the, one of those things where like. His, 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 uh, and it's very subtle too. Yeah. Because it's not a focus. He's growing. He's evolving. Yeah. He's getting feelings. So he doesn't have the compassion when he's making a side, but what does he do later? In the. During at the airport scene. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when Wanda gets hurt. Oh, he freaks out? Or fucking, uh, doesn't he have like a, hmm. He goes to Wanda when she falls down and collapses on the ground. Oh, he chooses Wanda instead of Rhodey? Well, no. I mean, yeah, I mean. Or is that not the same time? It is the same time because he was distracted. That was the whole thing. Yeah. He had Wanda in his arms because she was hurt. Yep. And then Falcon, Iron Man, and Rhodey were after the Quinjet. Yep. And Vision shot the beam from his forehead to hit Falcon. But Falcon yep. dodged, dodged it. it. And then it hit Rhodey yeah. and knocked him out. That was the distraction part. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's this. The, they're sitting at the table back at the William Hurd um, after he leaves them. So I'll let you guys talk about this. Yeah. Uh, Wanda's like, what happens if 
once. And she was like, are they going to come for me again? Vision with O skipping a beat goes, we will protect you. I was yep. like, it was like that other time in the other movie when they first saw each other, yep. uh, Age of Ultron. Why like, are they looking at each other? I was like, on the train. <laughs> I, was, oh. I don't know. It's just a, a Wanda Vision type moment. So, the there's a lot of bitterness in this film. Mm-hmm. And it's full, stacked with emotion. Oh, God, yeah. Is that. Can you have forgiveness and still be bitter? Has this film shown a sense of forgiveness and still being bitter? I I want to say yes, but you have to be. It shows maturity. How so? To forgive and still like be bitter, but still forgive. Sound seems like a mature thing. Yeah, but how does this film show it? Oh, uh, it doesn't. Oh yeah, well yeah. The, the very ending. The, yeah, the cell when, phone. Yeah, the cell phone and the and the letter to Tony yep. is probably the best example of forgiveness. Yeah, um, because they're taking a higher road. Yeah. yeah, he even says he's like it's it's very much like you know I know you know like you're how you're feeling and blah 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 but like if you need me I'm always here like you can call me I'll answer. To show that he, like, agree. despite everything, like, I'm always going to be there for you, like, even as like as a friend. Don't you think that's just kind of a... <laughs> it's weird. I'm right, guy. I'm right. I won. But that's kind always shot. Captain America. Like, he always takes yeah. that road. Like, he never... He... As much as he can't forgive... Like, as much as he holds Tony's actions against him, he always takes the road of, like, you're supposed to be my friend. You're supposed to be my yeah. comrade. And because he was in the army, like, he, he has that... That, that mentality of like I do not leave a team member behind. Yeah, he does say that where uh, they were talking to about Barnes, and he's like, he's my friend Tony, and he's like, so were we? So was I. Yeah, and, yeah. So was I. Yeah. He never once looks at Tony as not a friend or even as an enemy. He doesn't look at Tony as an enemy. Hmm. His agenda is beyond that. It's it's not. This about- is an obstacle. It's not the problem. It's not about him and Tony fighting. It's about saving Bucky and doing the right, like, and eventually, you know, stopping Zemo from doing the other yeah. thing that they think is going to happen. It's about it's the about, bigger picture. It's about the bigger picture and the better, the greater good. But Tony's his agenda is what? It, it, it's solely at the end there becomes revenge because he finds out that Bucky killed his parents. He does, and that's the forgiveness that I was getting at. Yeah, he can't understand whatever the reason why he can't understand. Even though you would think as brilliant as a fucker, he's the, the guy is. That massively intelligent, intelligent yeah. but he can't comprehend that he's been brainwashed. Right. They've said this over Even though, yeah, and he, over and over. He's been fucking brainwashed. But for whatever reason, Tony still thinks that it's Bucky who killed him willingly. Well, right. I think it was just uh, too soon for logic. Like, he just took it's in— It's been 30 fucking years No, the information so. he just took in from the Once video— Once again, he's playing a Batman. <laughs> he can't get over I it. I can you give me 10 years I can and I would probably get over moment. my parent that being dead. I can understand in that moment when being he upset. says, I'm going to, yeah. I mean, obviously, it took it too far. He was like, to the point of murderous rage. But he was right. impulsive yeah. for really nothing for as logical as he, he is. He should be, yeah. But that's always Tony's thing. Tony's it always is. impulsive. He's impulsive. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the big flaws. If you want to use D&D terms, that's his flaw. Yeah. His characteristic flaw is he's too impulsive. TNT terms. Yep. Flaw's D&D a thing, terms. man. Well, no, but I mean, 
to really round out the character. You know? uh, yeah, He's yeah. doing because I did it like a, an episode or two ago. It is Word. true. <laughs> it is exactly <laughs> what it is. It's because he used it. Callbacks. And we all love D&D. Right. <laughs> we all understand. Um, yeah. No, you go. Fucking, just before we get to the ending and the villain, what do you guys think about the action sequences in this film? I think they're some of the best. Like uh, the okay. Bucky, uh, Captain America, and the Bucky and the the stairwell shit. That one was fun. That was felt it? like yeah. Winter Soldier shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but with the so much emotion behind it. Not to mention, yeah. I mean, you the beginning of this film basically felt like it left off with the Winter Soldier. It yeah. felt like it was still a part of the Winter Soldier. Yeah, and him going after Bucky, which and is Bucky good in Romania. You know, like. You know, buying the fruit, whatever, yeah, and stuff like that, and going out, yeah. So like, it all felt like it was a Winter Soldier thing, which is good because there's a whole like, so much of it is does come across like an Avengers movie, but if you really, it's only an Avenger film because of the all the massive the the cast, and this is I think the only one that we get a solo standalone, with just about everybody in it, right? So far, at least, there's still bazillion to be made. (laughs) Other than Thor, yeah, Thor's the only one not in this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's the only one. But they make it up with two, three other characters. Yeah. So, oh, we'll finish up the action. And then, okay. So, I personally, the action was good. Uh, they had its moments, and then it was like, uh, Where is that? So, personally, I had a hard time in the airport. Yes. Okay. okay. And, okay. and why? Because you can tell that it was... It was very forced. It was very. Yeah. It to, was a filler the, scene. Yeah, it's to, basically to, just an action scene. To it give was to satisfy the to audience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What it was. That's what it was. It wasn't that it was terrible. Okay. It was just you can see certain points where, like, yep, they did that just to okay move it along. Yeah, that's, keep that's where they 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 kind of went with the jokes a yeah. lot in the airport fighting, and I kind of fell for it because. There, it's a whole mess of friends fighting each other when they love each other and don't want to do this, but they're convinced they have to. That they've chosen a side. It's defi- so these little passive aggressive, or yeah. not really passive aggressive, it's- these little jokes they work in that sense because they're uncomfortable. It it's, was it was little slap fights. It's a it's a fu- it's a fun scene, but it doesn't yeah. hold any of the bearing that the sterile scene with Captain America and the Winter right. Soldier, yep. or the end fights in between Bucky, oh, Captain absolutely. America, and Iron Man. Definitely. They hold emotional weight to them that yes. the airport scene does not. Yes. You're right. Yes. Spider-Man this, is a filler to give you some... It has to do with the whole overall feel. Like he's saying, it's that emotional. So in the stairway and stuff like that, all those other fights, I love it's it. serious. Yep. What you're doing is these... You are... Not only do they convince you as like the director and all that, the way that they did it, convince you that these fuckers are serious. Like they're on a mission... They're here and here and here. They're trying to survive. They're trying to get to point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, you know, it's it's like real fighting. The airport scene was basically a. They're they're all they're letting pulling everybody their, show yeah, off. They're all pulling their punches because it's not serious. Yeah. Well, even Wanda says at that point, that, that one point, she's like, "You were pulling your punches." Yep. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're still friends after this. It depends how hard you hit me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're pulling See, your punches. You know, I that, just really like but that, the, that. Makes sense though, because those two have. Yeah. Well, and you know, and I've seen the the things about like when uh when Spider Man catches Bucky's hand. Yeah. He's like, Whoa, you have a metal arm, and like they're like, oh, Bucky had a whole other free hand, but he doesn't hit him because he realizes he's a child. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. He, it, exactly. He was, he was stunned by the whole fact that he was fascinated in the moment of a fight that he. It wasn't. I've 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 thought about it, and I was like, okay, well, he's stopping his arm, right? 
Yep. I was like, that first of all goes, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. This, this fucking dude just stopped my arm and he's like a twig? Yeah. And then second goes, he's also talking and yeah. saying, oh, it's a metal arm. That's so cool. And then, yeah, like the whole kid thing. Yeah, he definitely looks at him like, what you, the fuck? This he isn't realizes right. you're a child. Yeah, this isn't right. So, so I get why you, you you say filler, but there's there's still it's emotion a behind scene. it. There's realization. Yeah. The pulling punches. It's a fun but scene. But it's not, all it's, not a, it's not what I would call a a survival moment. The fights aren't no. to destroy or to alleviate or to continue to survive. This is an obstacle that's in the way and you don't want to hurt them. So you just got to do what you got to do to move on. Because that's all Captain America's okay. deal is. is I'm not worried about you fuckers. Yeah. You were just in my way to go to a yeah. bigger picture. Yeah. They point show the incapacity. That. Yeah. Not to but harm as, as drastic and as Well, then as I'm glad they made it as funny as they did then. Yeah. And as monumental as they tried to make this, because mm-hmm. this was like halfway point and this was like the big showdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost like and the they, big, big. Like, this is the big thing from the trailer, so they had to make it good enough. To and like, I, fe- I think they might have felt obligated to have a big fight like this with many uh, comic book characters because the Civil War comic books had like every fucking yep. character uh, in the everybody's world. Everybody's in on that. I have this was I like have the a, Wolverine one. This was like a huge. What does Wolverine have to do with any of remember, that shit? <laughs> exactly. Remember back in the day, like uh, people would gripe about these movies, like. This movie has nothing to do with the comic or whatever. Yep. This was one of those where it kind of came back after eight years of these movies coming out. They were like, well, Civil War? What the fuck? They, there's no way they'll do that right because that there's too many characters that can't do it right. Well, and they didn't so because I, they completely they changed, they changed but, the story, but that's okay. They didn't, but still a good movie, still a good story, written well. Yeah, so, they took the idea. The Air Force scene is an attempt to, uh, like, Appease yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. And, and absolutely. And, and this is their their closest thing to justifying to the comics. Because yes. in the comics, in the Civil War comics, what happens is there's a, key, a kid. I know we kind of briefly talked about it. And we're not trying to compare it to the yes. comics. Yeah, we're, we're just not. trying to make a point about how drastic that they, they did. But in the comics, there was a a kid that got injured by a superpower. Mm-hmm. I think it was like an X Men too. It was like a, the X Men universe, not even an Avenger. Right. It was like the X Men universe. Okay. Some mutant who his power went off and killed. An innocent person. Yep. And I think it was even a small little scuffle or something of that nature too in like a school. Mm-hmm. Either way, the point is, is it blew up. Then in the actual Civil War battle, it's all of them. Yeah, They chose sides. It's like every fucking comic book superhero out there. Yep. And this gigantic man who dies, he doesn't get injured. He dies. He literally dies. And that's what Rhodey took in. Okay. So Rhodey replaced him. Not a good replacement. Right. At all. Not like we know Very who the mitigated. fuck gigantic man is, but that's yeah. not the point. Yeah. It's the point that nobody died. Right. It's the civilians who died. So they used the concept and they just kind of ran with it. It's fine. Yeah. That's it is. not the point. We're not comparing. Yeah. It has to do as with As a movie it's well done. Yeah. As yeah. a movie it's well done. But we're dealing with that scene where once again, it was everybody in the comics, all the superheroes, they chose yeah, a side. Yeah, we know. Captain versus Iron Man, whatever, you know, the case is. And then they clash together. Yeah. And this is that scene where they try to, like you're saying, yeah. do justice to the comic. So, kind of uh, like their comic book. Flip. Here yeah. it is. It's right there, guys. Here. See, we mm-hmm. did the thing. Big circle. <laughs> yep. We they're, made you laugh. They're we literally going fights. John Mannon on this. And they did put it here. And then they go to here. And the circle then, uh, here. And it carries the ball huh? over here. And Are you guys uh, happy that Black Widow let 
Captain America go? Well, yeah, I was on Black Widow's side basically <laughs> since the first bit. I, like, uh, I, I thought that was the right choice for like, some weird I, reason. I will admit, like, I can't say, if you would have asked me when I first watched this, <laughs> I have no fucking idea. I don't think I yeah. looked that in depth. But after yeah. me watching this, and like I said, I, I, was, I was diving into this world, and I was like, fuck. Even afterwards, I was like fucking researching a bunch of shit, just seeing what other people had to say, because I was like, why did I not like this as much before? Right. Yeah. And Black Widow was... She's just the one. She was, wasn't... was She's the true moral compass of this movie. Yeah. She was the one who saw the big picture. It's as simple as that. She realized that if she fights it, she's going to lose them. And if she doesn't fight hard enough, she's, they're, you know, they're not going to win. Yeah. There's, no, or, there's no middle ground on this one. Or well, I should say, if they fight, she's not going to win. But if she doesn't fight hard enough, she's going to lose them. Her whole goal whole, is this is her family. That mm-hmm. whole conversation with Tony after the fight yeah, at the airport, that makes she's sense, like, God it's damn, a, ego aside. Cap, yeah, Cap, is, Cap wasn't going to stop. So, like, you know, and, yeah, she's like, and you weren't going to stop either. Like, we had to fight. If we keep fighting, we're ramps. Gonna, yeah, if we keep fighting, we're going to destroy ourselves. Yep. And uh, for Black Widow to take this uh, thinking, this position, makes so much sense because she came from the Black Widow organization. She yep. grew up with no family. Her family is was fake so this is like her first emotional connection on a real level so for her to go like go to the funeral in the beginning of the movie yeah. and be like hey just uh you know just so you know we're technically enemies now and he's like why are you here i didn't want you to be alone was her yeah. response i was like damn yeah so and then her i don't know all the choices she made she loves him she, yeah and, like said, and all these emotions family. are new to her and she knows yeah. that it's not bullshit so that she's not half-assing it. And what did we see in the last film? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What um, did we see in Age of Ultron? We made fun of this. Yeah. But this is why we're starting to see why. Yeah. This was it. This is actually one of those things where I look retrospectively. I look back and going, okay, we were, we were yep. being a little bit of a dick. Yep. We were being a little dickish right there. Yeah. It's it's her new feelings. Yep. We we even did this in Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and we were like, yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so this, we were being real big dicks. Uh, yep, we're just hating on. In hindsight, black. she did not fall flat. <laughs> she <Nope>. was. Uh, <laughs> she's adjusting. She's ex- she's adjusting. Yep. I did say adaptation too yeah. when we were talking about it, but not in the same context that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah, wasn't yeah. what I was going for. I'm just saying, oh, she's got to adapt to her situation. Of her new life, kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? But we see it now. We now we get it. The beauty this of the connectivity family. of these yes. movies, <laughs> because even then she's like, she became like what? Before we go any further, because this is gonna say, who do we meet? Who's the new people that we we get introduced? Oh, uh, Black Panther. That's one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider Man and Spider Man. Yeah. Okay, those are the two major. That's good. <laughs> two major people that are introduced yes into this film and they're big big, big hitters zima, too. might as well say zima well, zemo zemo is a yeah. malt liquor <laughs> zemo is a, is the villain but we'll talk about him in a little bit because i got i got some shit to say about that guy I just wanted to put him in the introduction thing. uh but we only get him we do get him again but that's it after that so far we don't we well don't he doesn't die him. in the show does he I don't think so, don't but think I'm saying that's, that's as far he gets, he gets as, as far as like, know, back. He was too Maybe. good not to be back. Maybe, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> but but Zemo is the he's the villain. He's the main villain. The if moment. you want to look at it overall, it's like uh, anyways, I, it's government. 
Yeah. Uh, that was like the tier of the villainous or whatever. Control. Control. Government was the Hydra in this motherfucker. Basically, yeah. Actually, that's a good, yeah. good, uh, good assembly to it. Like, <laughs> well, and because Captain America even says when they're talking about you know, pe- you know being put in check, he's like, you know, these people like these things are all run by people, and people have agen- agendas, and yeah. agendas change. Count mm-hmm. the council when he's talking about yeah. the council or whatever. Yeah, they have agendas and and agendas. Yeah, yeah, and that's just right there. That's like basically saying Hydra was the same way. I think they even mentioned that shit too. Yeah, I feel like they mentioned yeah. something about comparing well, it to Hydra or they they used it. Well, I know Zemo basically says to that one guy, he's like, uh, Hydra should have his chance to be on the on the pile of ashes or have its ashes on the pile as well. Yeah, like he wants to take everything out. Well, if we're just gonna dive right into it. The bad guy, the villain, Baron so, Helmet Zero Zemo. I almost called him Zero. Oh my god! <laughs> After just criticizing him, yep. <laughs> what did you a, think about? It wasn't a the ultimate bad guy. I think the he, villain, the villain. Let's make the bad guy, the villain. Yeah, the bad guy is a very subjective turn the, at this point. The guy but, that's basically coined as the villain of the movie. I thought he was uh, sympathetic, um, especially when, like, when he starts listening to those voicemails. When you realize, yeah, because you get him once at the mall type thing, yep. and then at the end. So, here's my view real quick. I, after watching the film, I did, like I said, I was diving into some research, what people had to say, and I read this this article, quick, brief, little blip of an article about this guy who says that he thought that Zemo was the best villain so far in the comic book Cinematic universe. Up to this point. Exactly. I would give that because he's the most he is one that you can't actually, besides his extreme actions, his actual goals motivation are, and motivation are actually quite pure. Yep. Okay. It's it's the extremes he goes to to accomplish them that make him a villain. Mm-hmm. It's not his end goals. Yep. Uh, you know that's what I said at work, but yep. you said it better. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. when I brought this up to you at work, uh, you fucking ran with it too. And yep. I just kept, what did I do? You just shook your head in agreeance just like that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So when I read this, I'm like, oh my God, he, he absolutely, I agreed with what this guy was saying. He basically is saying the reason why that uh, Zemo is the best super villain, or not super villain, but the best villain, villain, yeah, is because he has no superpowers. He has no. He's above average. Only the only reason why he's above average is because he spent time as special agents in the Soviet, yeah, or whatever yeah. the military, uh, so- what, USSR, Sokovia, uh, yeah. uh, military, whatever. yeah, whatever. So he's say. like special forces, basically, yeah, yeah. in that term. So he's above average than the average Joe. Yeah, that's about it. But he's basically average Joe, if not below, than any of the actual enhanced super people that he's dealing with. He knew. Well, he had that line in the movie. I know I can't. Kill them because yes. many stronger people before me have tried. And failed. Yeah. And failed. Yes. But if I can make them kill each other. Yeah. Oh. Not even kill. I don't even think he's... Tur- or, or, yeah, destroy. Just, I think he might have said destroy or something. I, I don't remember. Just, just whatever the point was is separate them. Yeah. 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 To, yeah. To, divided they divided fall. Divided they fall. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And... Tagline. <laughs> Poster. <laughs> Stamped. Nailed it. And... The the reason why he's doing this is because he is human. Yeah. He had a family. We we heard this story. They were destroyed. They were killed. Avengers just went home. 
didn't care yeah. about the repercussions. Yeah. I think that was the, the 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 best part of that line. It was like the Avengers went home. Yeah, yeah, it really was. So he was conf- he was consumed by rage, which was a great, really like sp- like not even a minute conversation he had with Black Panther. Yeah, like, vengeance. Not even God. rage. Vengeance. 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 Yeah, it was. I mean, confused by vengeance. Go hand in hand, but like rage, not necessarily. He was calculating. Yeah, yeah it, rage it, is it, Iron Man in a minute. That's after, true. That's true. Yeah. During Consumed this conversation, yep. yeah. And and that was that was a beautiful moment because it really was. Not only did it answer, like it, it was just like a conclusion of it was epiphany. It was an epiphany it thing. Was a twist, but it, it, but it was also like Black Panther going, "I'm done." This is yep. like his moment where he realized he was at yeah, that he moment. He's he like, wrong. "I'm done." Like yeah. he's mm-hmm. saying it as it's happening. I'm done letting vengeance or rage consume me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh my God, you just fucking like that. Like, I did love that line at the end when like Zemo tries to shoot himself and he knocks yeah. him out. Yeah. I forgot about that. He says the like, living aren't living done, with, done you with you yet. Yeah. I love Black Panther's dialogue in <laughs> yeah. this entire film. <laughs> Limited as it was. It yeah. Was very good. I love it. But I want to talk about that a little bit in a moment. Yeah. So he's just an average Joe who lost everything and has had the motivation and determination. That's all it took. It was motivation, determination, and a little bit of knowledge. He had a little bit of knowledge to be able to get what he needed. He got, one, one, to find one, the book. He got yep. one key fact yep. and he said, I can build off of this. Yep. Is and that what book? did he Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And what did he do? He fucking tore down Rome. Yeah. yeah. Just in a say, moment. Black Panther says, Oh, you lost. He's like, but did I? Yes. Yeah. And that is what I want to bring up is he succeeded. Yeah. In doing what he wanted to do, even at the very end of the movie, you think, "Oh, the bad guy's done. He he lost." Fuck no. No. He separated the Avengers. We do not have the Avengers. No. Again, until the end of until Thanos. Away. Yep. Until yeah. Thanos, and even then, it's it's a this whole other realm. Yeah. So we got we're gonna deal with that later. But he won, and yeah, that's what makes did. him. He succeeded. An average Even in Joe. the face of being caught beforehand, like because when Tony comes out of uh, the helicopter and he tells Thunderbolt Ross, like, "Oh, you need to get an like a, an APB or whatever out for this guy." He's like, "I'm not think I'm going to listen to you after that air, airport debacle. Like, yeah. you should be in one of these cells too." Is exactly what Cap said was going to happen. Yep. Yeah. Is coming full circle. And that's the other fucking thing about Tony Stark is he. Just doesn't fucking learn until it's too late. Until <laughs> it's too the, late. But I will say there was that there was that bit of growth where he's like he even when he's talking to Cap and trying to get him a second time to sign the accords, he talks about the fact that like he had to clean up his own messes. Like you know, a couple times, he's like I screwed up. I needed help. Yeah. Yeah. He there's that he's able to recognize. You know, granted it's you know hindsight. You know, yeah. hindsight is always twenty twenty. Too late. <laughs> but like he's able to at least admit I screwed up. I don't think that's ever been the problem that we've never had. We've never, I don't think any of us have had a, a problem understanding or seeing that Tony is not afraid to admit that he's fucked up. He it's just keeps be fucking he, up. Yeah, he keeps fucking up. And, and we had talked about like, it's not mistakes for him. They're errors. Mm-hmm. There's an entirely different concept oh, when yeah, you yeah. look at mistakes to errors. There's, there's a whole, whole definition difference. An yeah. error is something that just occurs that can be, Fixed mistakes, yeah. on the other hand, have to Cause be all sorts of problems. Yeah, well, like if you make a mistake, they're tragic, tragic or whatever uh, 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 consequences. consequences that yeah. occur. You know, if you make a mistake, someone can die. An error, on the other hand, is not quite the same. Yeah, 
So you're dealing. We, we mentioned this. He's like he's an engineer, or scientist, or whatever. He deals he looks with everything at in equations. Yep, he looks at errors. Every, as the everything's an mistakes. equation to figure out, and he, if he makes an error, he just yep. goes back. Captain and like, America, on the yeah. other hand, they're mistakes. Yeah, and that's all we see in this fucking film was them basically trying to eradicate their mistakes or their errors or or whatever you know, trying to yeah. make up. And what's it causing? What's it doing? It's causing more conflicts. What did Vision say? Oh, that fucking catastrophe shit. Yep. That oh was a, my god. That was an on point. Yeah. It was a sh- foreshadowing. Yep. Yep. But when he said at the listened. airport, went to Wanda, or, no, yeah. Black Widow, maybe uh, or some I, shit. Oh fuck yeah. He, he said was like, what? what as yeah. I say, or as I said before, catastrophe. And I was yep. like, ooh. Oh, that's got to be to Wanda. Wanda. Uh, yeah. yeah, Wanda. Because I don't think he actually talks to Black Widow at the airport. I don't remember. Yeah, who I think we said it, it too. But. He talked. I think he ends up fighting. Oh, he's fighting like everybody. Right, yeah. He but was what all... was it that Vision said when he said that? I can't remember. Because the they were arguing about it, and then he straight out said, I have a thought. <laughs> you want the whole speech? Because he's like, this leads to this, that Do leads you know to this. Is? No, but the conclusion is so, catastrophe. Again, he, he views and, it as an equation. He does the bad. Yeah, exactly. Overall, what he was saying was that really well since, said. since eight years ago, because I, 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 for yep. the most part, this is... No. Pretty close, I that think. Eight years was in eight the years line ago is when Iron when Tony Stark came out as Iron Man. Oh, Iron then Man people, then allowed other people with enhanced abilities to come out forefront. What is he called? Casualty. Causality. But yeah. that it comes out to saying that with that saying comes conflict, mm-hmm. and with conflict comes causality, and because of con- causality or uh, causality, causality basically creates catastrophes. Because as long as there's people who will. Will will have conflict. There's going to be opposing force. Yeah. So basically, there's going to be two sides of the spectrum, mm-hmm. and they're going to be clashing. Yeah. That's all he's saying. But the end game of it all is end game. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Foreshadowing for ten films later or nine films later. That this is what that movie is. This movie is a foreshadowing for the yeah. for nine films later. It <laughs> that, really is, and this is without really even yeah. any mention of an Infinity Stone anywhere. Anywhere, no. Other, other than, than other than Vision talking about Vision it in his head like, when oh, he's I'm still learning to how to deal with this. I don't even know what it is, but I'm gonna learn it. This is a point to where all the movies we've seen all take a fucking a screeching halt right here, and every and everything pivots. Yeah. It's a pivotal point in Pivot! the whole. <laughs> pivot, pivot. pivot! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Pivot! Watch our Friends reunion episode to understand what we're talking so about. So this movie, they listened to Ross, and everything just went a fucking com- in a whole different direction than we thought it was going to. And that's yep. another reason why I love the movie. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Sure. And. What do you think that the overall message of this story, the the moral of this story in this film? Yeah, I had a hard time thinking of this one too. It's, um, I want to know what you guys thought. Don't have emotions. <laughs> <laughs> don't get so connected. <laughs> don't, don't, Disconnect um, yourself from your friends and family. Attachment issues. There it is. <laughs> I uh, don't be a dickhead. <laughs> I would think that two the, big dicks walk in the room don't fit. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I mean, I think personally speaking, uh, overarching message is, you know, it, don't piss in the same pot. <laughs> DP. It's all. It's all about uh, sticking to 
your your values really like you know your values your your uh your morals and there's okay. no one right answer though yeah i mean but, life is too fucked up complicated but well, being able to being able to go past you know to stick to do what is right regardless of what you th- like what others tell you like it I told Tim this earlier, like, my favorite, one of my favorite lines from the comics is in this movie. They kind of butchered it, um, <laughs> but there's a part where Sharon's giving her eulogy, and she says, you know, that Peggy told her that, you know, your job in this world is to, when the when the mob and the world and the press are all telling you that something wrong is right and telling you to move, your job is to plant yourself like a tree and say, no, you move. Uh like and that's about sticking to what you think is right, what you know is right. I mean it. It gets dicey. Yeah, with yeah. You know that's what I'm uh, saying. There's no. There's no right answer, but there's I, no I, magic I f- bullet. I feel like that's the overarching theme. Is like everyone's sticking to what they believe to be the mm-hmm. right course of action, and they're not being swayed by other people saying no, you're wrong. You know, everyone's making the decision for themselves. Like they're not being coerced in any way. Yeah, Cap is never coerced into doing it. Mm-mm. You know, I you know, Stark. But they is are never, taking the time to listen to each other. They listen to each other, but they and they have dis, dis, discussions about it, but they never actually are swayed from it because they know, in my heart, this is what's right. Yeah. So, if you want to take that um, moral, doing what you feel is right, then Zemo was in the right. Yes. Yeah. And that's why he's a good villain. I mean, I, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I'm just taking one of his perspective. Mo- it's one of his most interesting That's, things is like he's not. Again, his his goals and what he wants done isn't exactly. Yeah, Aaron wrong. said the only th- it, it's his actions and the extremes he goes to to accomplish those goals or what make he him killed a one person, what? right? The therapist. Two, two. What's the difference though between him and the Avengers? Oh, it's a, it's a morally like gray space there. Like some people would say that his he's in the right. Some people say he's in the wrong. He he deliberately yes he deliberately killed two people to get where he's at mm-hmm. that we know of at least. Yeah. But the Avengers did what? They killed millions of people or thousands Whoa. of people. I was yeah, yeah. Who knows? New York. I don't. There's a lot of people that fucking. Okay. Died. And okay. again, that now that is now. a okay. But but but. <laughs> I don't think there's a point. You you look at you look at the Avengers saying it's for the greater good, but couldn't you say that if Zemo was to destroy the Avengers and they weren't to do any more, then it would also be for the greater good because not as many people would die. See, that's the whole fucking. But you're getting into argument like what of this ifs, movie, um, which is. But that was his whole point. Yeah, that was his whole goal. It had nothing to do with like. I mean, there was a little bit of self, you know, satisfactory saying, hey, I've destroyed this massive yeah. band. I broke up the band. Yeah. He was playing. You I know, got my revenge. Yeah. You Yoko know. Ono. No, that's that's Bucky. Bucky was Yoko. <laughs> Very much <laughs> straight so. up Yoko. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. But that was his basically his whole point. He mm-hmm. had nothing to lose, but his whole point was that th- th- there's less casualties. And casualties is a very... <laughs> finicky word yeah because it only favors in a sense of when you're doing something that's righteously good versus something that's just naturally catastrophe 
big, mm-hmm. I don't know, catastrophe of some sort. And you know, and that brings back my earlier comment is like, you know, the idea of like, well, what happens if we don't inter- they don't intervene? You know, between the the first Avengers, the second Avengers, if the Avengers aren't there, what happens? Oh, now you're I what if you... I will give you, Ultron wouldn't have happened if Tony hadn't fucking made him in, fr- in the first place. But the, <laughs> the, the first Avengers movie was none of the Avengers' fault. They stepped in to save people. How many more people would have died had but, they not stepped in? But as the video showed, one of the issues was Banner being careless. They released a monster who had no control because the, the first video we saw, I think, was Banner jumping from a building and all that rubble crushing the camera, whoever had the camera. Nah. Now, okay. I've mentioned this before. I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast, but I feel Probably like I had. Because I don't think we have. But I often go, the damage, the amount of damage that they've done. Yeah. Yes, to save the world. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I used to make jokes it. before this. Why uh, You would have to, like, uh, fill out. You need super insurance in yeah. that world. Yeah. If you were- <laughs> yeah. And who the fuck's going to pay that out? <laughs> yeah, no shit. If right. you're a superhero, you need to sign up for insurance. Um, if, the, if, you, if you cause more damage than maybe $100 million, then this is your platinum. Right. Uh, and then one thing about Zemo. Zima? Zemo. <laughs> He's stuck on Zemo. <laughs> Apparently, I need, some heartburn. Of, I need some heartburn. Get you a case of Zima. Yeah, I need a heartburn in my life. Get a white uh, Russian. You know, I'm always... <laughs> See what he did there? Natasha. Damn, I okay. missed it, but I'll hear it later. I was just thinking because, you know, Sokovia was like what you... basically Russia. <laughs> yeah, it's over in the Eastern Europe. Is it even a real place? No. I was saying, I don't think it's a real place. No. I think it was that's one of the few, like That's one of the few places that they made up. That's what I was thinking. I didn't think it was a real place. I'd never heard of it. Oh, that's this. Sokovia and Wakanda are both places that don't exist. What? Aw. No, they just haven't come out and told us for real yet. Right? They're still hoarding that vibranium. (laughs) They have that big bubble. Smart place. Uh, You know, in the the past Avengers movies, I'm always bitching about like the team that doesn't get along, they don't communicate well, blah, blah, blah. That's the main conflict of the movies. Yep. I love that how the the villain it's realistic how they turned against each other because that's -hmm. their history at this point. So for he it's realistic that he could make them turn against he, each other he exploits because of weaknesses. that flaw. Yeah. yeah, whether he knew it to that my depth or not. So why was Black Panther involved? He played uh, a really prominent role, which wasn't well, because, intended either. Hmm? Uh, part of the the accords. Yep. Uh, was Wakanda was going to come out of hiding and announce themselves, right? No, Wakanda. So they would the be- never do that. In the beginning of the Isn't movie, that what the fucking no. No, when they're in the in the beginning, when they're in Lagos and yeah. Buenos Aires, there were eleven Wakandan diplomats there to so do some people, like on a peacekeeping yeah. mission or yep. something like that. Their people were there. Yeah, and then they were killed in the explosion. Yeah. So Wakanda came forward, like, in order to appease Wakanda because of like what they can give as a as a bureaucratical king. Yeah. He had to step forward and basically. Yeah, so Make they basically to appease Wakanda, they made these accords to try and show um, sympathy and uh, I'm trying to think of another word that goes there, but like a, well, they're they're trying to unite. Yeah, the the world is trying to unite against the Avengers, saying, "Hey, this can't happen anymore." Okay. So Wakanda stepped in and basically the king of Wakanda mm-hmm. was taking charge or lead. 
of that <laughs> of the mm, United Front. That United Front. Yeah. Yeah, because like eleven Wakandans yeah. died in that. Yeah, and, and I also feel like it's more oh, of a okay. respect thing because of Wakanda. I mean, you're dealing with like two two worlds, like a double yeah. coin. Because there's the Wakanda side that we do know, and then just the bureaucratical side that the world knows. Right. You know what I mean? So like, it's hard to know where they were really trying to step in, Does but. It- they weren't going to really it's reveal like a, themselves. Oh, okay. No, they they decide that later on. We'll talk about that okay. when it comes out. But so their that their whole purpose of that they, they stay hiding, like they're hidden. hidden. The reason why is because the, the they're their own entity. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> they might as well be their own fucking planet. What's the answer to your question? Or what's the purpose of Black Panther? What was my question? Okay, he. Uh, <laughs> so basically, because I got it wrong. They're at the U, like it's a UN like con like meeting yeah. essentially. Uh, where they're gonna sign the accords? It's like it's the big event to say that yeah. these all these countries are gonna and, sign the accords. And and Black Widow was being their uh, liaison or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah, basically speaking for them. Yes. Yep. So and, she uh, was gonna talk and she was gonna sign. Yeah. Because that whole conversation. Oh well, being a bureaucrat really looks good on you, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but T'Challa, I think that's how you say his name. T'Challa. T'Challa. Um, he at this Taco point. Bell. <laughs> He at this point is just a prince. He's not. He's not king yet. Right. Um, <laughs> That's lost forever. And uh, so him and his dad are there representing Wakanda, and then a bomb is set off and kills his dad and some more people. Mm. Um, and who did it? the movie? So it's it's originally leaked that Bucky did it. Yeah. But we'll later find out that Zemo basically had prosthetics. On, and it was Zemo that did it. Um, yeah, but, but, but he, pro- he basically prompts T'Challa to want to take revenge on Bucky for killing his father. This is all a big ruse. Yeah, um, yeah. So he tried this thing that didn't work out, and then he tried the Tony Stark thing, right? Or was that no? Part this of was the all plan one the big plan. Yep. Okay. He he laid. Oh yeah, because work. he's like he he tricks him. He's like, yeah, there's more of you Bucky's out there. I want to light them up or flip that switch, activate them people. And then you guys are fucked because they're stronger he than you, Bucky. He doesn't even say that. He, it's just, but it's he just, does imply that, right? No. No. Bucky it's, gives, it, all, no, Bucky okay, gives all that backstory. Yeah. Like, it's it's not implied. Okay. It's yes, just... He does fill in the gaps. Yeah. Yes. He does. So it's, it's misunderstood by an implication that we yeah. expect this because guy, it was given that way. Yeah. Zemo it was, it was so all rouge. Zemo, Zemo gives, is so fucking smart. Zemo gives <laughs> zero information, and so people are just inferring what yeah. he wants. They're filling in their own. They're yeah. they're, they're filling yeah. in their own what they want to believe. Yep. Which yeah. is what Tony Stark does best. <laughs> right. It's all about you know it, it definitely you know because he has the red book. You know, Bucky even fills in like, oh, there were other. I wasn't the only super soldier, and he, that's why he killed Stark's parents because they had the serum. Like yep. that's where he gets the fucking baggies. Um, I can't remember what they're called. Uh, pulled over by a cop. <laughs> um, How would you explain that? Well, that's nothing. It's just drugs. <laughs> yeah, oh it's yeah, it's literally drugs. Well, he mean, worked for. Uh, they look like ice I think packs. Stark worked for the government, so I think he probably yeah, had some I, sort of. I'm sure he had some kind of clearance. Sure. Yeah. Because he's a billionaire. Oh yeah, he would have got money. He would have got released. Did we finish our points? On, no. Uh, <laughs> we're talking Black about why Panther. T'Challa. We talked about why T'Challa was such a prominent figure. Mm-hmm. Basically, mm-hmm. and it's a Zemo's, setup for Black Panther. Zemo incites T'Challa to want to take revenge yeah. on, yeah. 
And they even say, like, you know, it took the Avengers, like, couldn't find him in seven years. Like, well, he hadn't blown up the UN. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, so yeah. all of a sudden the world is looking for it. That happens to open a few eyes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness, man. Yeah, like, no. Once again, the fucking writing yes. is superb. There's not a fucking plot hole I could find. Yeah. Not that I was no. paying that close attention like I was looking for him, but... You got to watch it two more times. Maybe. Because, <laughs> like, oh, my God, man. It's It was phenomenally well-written. Yeah. Like, not only the for dialogue, sure. too. Like, you're a big dialogue guy. Mm -hmm. I, I love dialogue to a point, but, like, you you kind of stick to the dialogue. And yeah. What would you say about it, man? It's top-notch. It is fucking top-notch. It's, yeah. Like, I lo like I said this earlier, like, I love uh, the Black Panther's dialogue, or I should say T'Challa's... And it's not like a top-notch, like poetically clever or anything, but it's like logically in your face. It's it's focused and pinpoint. Yeah, yes, but like, it is still poetic. Yeah. Like like when it comes scene. to the debates, like, I don't know. I don't know. It, I, the way he says well, it the, has a certain the essence to it that has a very oh. poetic, intelligent. Are you poetic. talking about Chicha? Yeah. Yes. I'm talking about yes. the Black Panther. Yep. I feel yes. like one of the best lines he, is when they're in the. It van. could just be his accent, but yeah, could be. Well, I just, like like Aram right. said though is that whole like the last scene when he was holding his yeah. uh, yes. yeah. the living aren't done with you yet. I've, yes, that's fucking that's, poetic that as shit. Poetic. That's some Hamlet shit, right? That there. is poetic. Yeah, like <laughs> and, and but I I think a much more simpler line, but just as poignant and like just as heavy, is when he's when they're in the van and he looks at Captain. He's like one warrior to another. How long do you think you can keep your friend safe from me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a question. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is. It's a question. It's it's, it's a, a matter rhetorical of, question. It's a rhetorical. It's yeah. a matter of factly. Yeah. I'm getting him. How yeah. you know? But like, like how I'm how gonna good, get him. It's a matter of how long it takes. Yeah. That's how what good, it is. It's like how good of a warrior do you think you are? You don't know me very well. Oh, speaking of warriors, when he when when Black Widow is standing there uh, when they're about to go to the car, right? And he has his little female bodyguard. Yeah. Uh, the warriors move or be moved. Yeah, yeah. And he just looks at her with that smile, like as entertaining as that would be. I've my first thought is like that woman would fuck Natasha up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I I've seen that movie. They will fuck her up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I well, just Natasha's like, a spy, oh, not a warrior. She can fight, but she's not a warrior. Yeah, it's, I, I mean that's true. That's, that's an entirely true. different. Oh yeah, watching that, her try to God. defend herself against uh, Bucky was I was scared yeah. for her. She was scared, like, do you even recognize me? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. What was that? <laughs> Holy shit. I've never seen her scared. Oh, I guess the Hulk, but. Yeah. Which is rightful, but. Yeah. I, mean, I don't There's know. There's no fighting the Hulk off. Was it? Right. Like, if you're no. just like a one person. I feel like you were going to say something. Uh, I, remember? You were mentioning about the fight scenes, and I must say that was probably my favorite fight scene was in that little cafe. Oh, when Sharon and whatever. Black Widow fight Bucky. Yeah, when everybody goes oh. after Bucky, I'm like, do you realize who you're fucking dealing with? And he's just like walking through them. Basically, oh, and then Tony Stark and has only, like no armor. Speaking of that, so he's like, he's like an addict at this point. Yeah. So he's trying to separate himself because he mentioned all oh, him and um, Pebble Woman, fucking Gloop Pepper. Woman, Pepper. Uh, Pebble. I just that's the dog I don't from like the Flintstones. That's who I think of. Gobbly Goop. Goop. Mm. Uh, Goop Woman was. They're separated. They're taking a break. They're taking a break. Separated. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So he is the basic reason. Like, he even admitted, oh, I'm a handful as it is. Yeah. Finally admits it. 
We said that from fucking day one. Well, he said it seriously for the first time. Yeah. Other times he was just. But, and this is Stark being selfish. He talks about the Sokovia Accords being a way to split the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Because he didn't want to stop being Iron Man, nope. but he wanted to keep her. So he's like, I figured the Sokovia Accords would be a way to split the. Yeah. Well, that yeah, 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 personally? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Is that what yep. you're saying? Yep. It yep. was a per and, there was and, a personal agenda to it. He said, <laughs> it oh, I, I, I destroyed all my suits. He didn't fucking destroy his suits. No. He has them hiding all over. Yeah. He has a stash everywhere. He sticks his finger in a his, helicopter. Yeah, he stashed it in a helicopter. <laughs> he, he stashed it in his fucking watch. <laughs> he stashed it in his watch, his helicopter. Yeah. I mean, every, his fucking car, whatever it is. Yeah. You know what my point is? Is he's an addict. Yeah. He can't separate he's himself. He's too scared to quit. Yes. Well, yeah. yeah, it's it's the thing from Ultron. Like, he's like, I can't, like, I have to be able to, I can't stop everything out there. I picture the world in, like, a giant suit of its own. Yeah. Like, that's really what it boils he down to. He wants a safety net around the yeah. world. Yeah, he wants a safety net around the world. Exactly, he and yeah. he wants to be the one that made it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, exactly. He wants his name all over that. Yeah. So people know he did it. It's very selfish. Oh very my god, selfish. yeah, it is. He's a terribly selfish character, I, especially yeah. in the movies. Until we started talking about these movies, I've never looked at him that Me way. Me neither. Like, I always this knew is like he was huge, an arrogant yeah, fuck, and I was arrogant? like, Absolutely. I was like, I kind of like it the way he yeah. does it. But, but now, but now I'm like, mm, maybe you deserve something that happened <laughs> right? to you. He's my <laughs> least favorite character. <laughs> and I, I used to love Iron Man, and now. We've we've put a damper yeah. on that. <laughs> we put a hold. Yeah. He's so realized what a piece of shit he was. Yeah, basically, I've yeah. never really looked at. He's it that the way. cause of a lot yep. of shit. Yeah, but yeah. now why do you think Thor is not in this? Uh, contract won't allow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the line wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have been delivered so well. Uh, I don't know. Uh, do he has know, some pretty do good you lines. You know where Thor and Banner are right now. Because if I were to yeah, lose, in Australia. if I were to lose uh, thirty nuclear weapons, I would have to face consequences. That's the line I'm talking about. William William Hurt. Yep. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. I, I yeah. They're comparing him them to the thirty nukes. Uh, but we know where they are. They're in Australia. Mm. Why? Wow. Because that's where they were last eating. No. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> Hey, T-Bone. <laughs> no, they're not in Australia. He doesn't know how to get a hold of you. Why are you saying this to me? Banner's in the... He's on his way to Jeff Goldblum right now. No, he's not. Why? What's that? What am I missing? <laughs> Did you not watch the one shot? There's not a one shot. There's a there's one, one shot. There's I didn't know. Oh. Motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> uh, you missed Team Thor Part 1. Yeah, God. Team Thor Part 1. All right. Well, that's just fucking Failure. doing everything. Do we talk about it this episode? Or nah, you guys this is canceling the episode. <laughs> <laughs> or should we? Done with. Took a nap and he fucked everything up. Um, post credit scenes. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was the post credit scene? Uh, Fuck, I forgot. There, the the last one is Spider Man oh, yeah, yeah. teaser, and this basically uh, he's sitting in his room. Aunt May comes in. First, he's got a black guy pulling a hole. Like, oh, you should have seen the other guy. He was much bigger. Yeah. And then she's like, okay. And the joke guy. is Ant-Man got really fucking big. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then uh and then you see that he's got his spidey. His new iron wrist, his new whatever. web swinger yeah. web shooters. And that it has uh it has Friday, I think. Yeah. Or, I think yeah. Friday, which is Tony Stark's new I uh, uh, Jarvis. Jarvis. AI, yeah. So uh I think now Friday is attached to the Spider Man. Yeah, suit. and he just names her something else. Maybe. Yeah, remember when he's locked in that thing in Homecoming? 
we'll we'll talk about that. Yeah, one yeah. Um, I don't remember. The first credit scene though. <laughs> that one is uh, when they freeze Bucky. Yeah. Yes, and that's in Wakanda, the right? Yep, they're yep. in Wakanda. So Black Panther, by the way. Yeah. One of the things I love about this character is first, first of all, Chadwick uh, Bosman. Yeah. Bozeman. Bozeman? Bozeman. Yes. I think it's Bozeman. Yeah. R.I.P. God rest his soul kind of mm. thing. He was phenomenal. Yeah. And I can't wait to talk about the Black Panther movie, but... I can't uh, wait for him to watch it. This is the first time we... Yeah, this is the first time we get to, yeah. to, to see him. Too. And he... You're going to have to. I loved it because... Did you notice every time he walks in a room, he he has the mannerisms of like the panther. He walks in there. His eyes are always on them until they meet eye contact and he looks away. Mm. And then he comes back. He's stalking him. Every time he walks in a room and he sees somebody. I did not notice that. Yeah, he stalks them. He's walking sm- quietly, casually, and he's just coming in so smooth. There's no jerkiness. There's no whatever. Not a, even a sense of urgent you know, urgency. It's just a, a smooth pace. And one of the scenes is this last scene where you see Steve Rogers looking into like the Wakanda thing. Yeah. He yeah. walks in, he's staring at Rogers from behind and right up until Rogers turns and then he turns his face and turns back to him. Hmm. It's like a stalking moment with Panther, like Panthers do. Yeah. <laughs> Lack of eye contact. You know, it's it's the Panther aspect. Mm. And I was like, I just he does that. Throughout the film, and I noticed that, and it's I'm just like, to put your prey at ease because I mean, that's what it is. If they don't think you're looking he at sizes, them, they assume that, yeah, that's what it is, and that's exactly what I looked at. Is like that motherfucker is acting like he is the the fucking hunter, and everybody is prey because essentially that's exactly it. He's he clocking is. everybody until they yep. take notice. That he goes, okay, yep, he is. He is the bad motherfucker walking in the room. Ain't nobody gonna, and he proves that too in this film. He yeah. had he had his outfit on a couple times. Without his outfit though. He did more than anybody else. Yeah. Other than Captain America. Captain America is the only one that really held his own, you know, without a, like, uh, but he's enhanced. That's the only Black Panther holding a helicopter. No, but he's enhanced. That's my point. Black Panther took on Bucky on his own and did better than any other of those fuckers. Yeah. And he has no super abilities. He's just got skills. (laughs) He's got skills. Mad skills. Mad skills. Got panther yeah. skills. <laughs> so, anyway, Spider-Man. Mm. We didn't talk about Spider-Man. Did we like him? Yeah. Is this a good introduction? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah? I think so, too. I really liked it. I got excited. The mouthy kid? Yeah. Um, Not even mouthy. He's awkward. He's awkward. Yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Unco- he's a teenager. <laughs> he's a nerdy teenager. He's like 15. I, I think, think he's so. supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. Something along those and lines. And he fucking, yeah, he looks like it compared to like the last movie, the newest one. Yep. Yeah. So I we do get the uh, reference six months. He's been Spider Man for six months. Right. Sony yep. Stark. That's something I didn't catch before. And I was like, oh, okay. But we still don't get an understanding because we already know. It's something that we've mentioned about Batman. I don't need to know the orig- origin mm-hmm. stories anymore. We, are, we get it. We yeah, understand. Just give me a time frame of how long he's yep. been doing it. And yeah. this is this is one of those things. They did it. We yeah. still don't have a fucking origin story. Because we don't need one. Yeah. We get Everybody it. Everybody knows what happens. Everybody knows what happens. Bit by a radioactive spider. We get a spider. new origin story in this last one that just came out. Yeah, I guess kind of. No, it is. It just took three movies to get there, and I appreciated it. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, overall, this film phenomenal. I loved it. One out of five stars. One out of five shields. Uh, I give it five. Yeah. 
Five shields? Yeah. You just hate it when he does silly shit. I really do. <laughs> I don't know why you don't like to have fun, but yeah. I like to have fun, Fives. but for some reason, like, he catches me off guard, and then I don't know how to react. Well, speaking of shields. Autism. <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> speaking of shields, did, oh. did you find the moment of <laughs> shield? He said last time, autism. <laughs> did, did you find the moment of Captain Shield dropping powerful? powerful? No. I thought it was appropriate. It, it made sense, right? Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. appropriate. Because it once again it was a selfish remark. It was it was Tony Stark being yeah. petty. Yeah. It was my, my dad's my dad. My dad made that. You don't deserve to wield it. it. Yeah. He's the only fucking person that deserves so good the shit. Good point. Shield. Good point. It's it was petty. more like, fine, if this will make you let this shit go or deal with your shit a little better, I'll drop the shield for you. This is what you need, fine. Yeah. It was it, it was yeah. it was Tony having the he lost. He lost yes. the battle, but it was Tony having the last word. Yeah. But really Captain America dropping the shield was the last word. Right. Yeah. He dropped the shield and kept walking. Yep. Mm -hmm. That was without saying a fucking thing. Said everything. And I like, said, I don't need the shield. We we yeah. saw that in the second film to begin with, right. the Winter Soldier. It's like I thought you were more than the shield. Take the helmet off. Let's find out. Right. Because yeah. he is. It's not the shield that defines. It's a tool. That's yeah. all it is. I like the Black Panther it's, claws in the shield. It shows how strong the motherfucker is. <laughs> well, it's vibranium around vibranium. Oh, yeah, vibranium, so vibranium. It's the same metal, so it's, yeah. really, it's not going to do anything different. So, we had mentioned, we were talking about this in the Winter Soldier, so I want to bring this up because I did a little bit of research about uh, Winter Soldier's arm, and we were wondering what it was made out of. Yeah. What did you guys say? Dude, I think we had talked about, was it made out of vibranium or was it I made out of... I thought it was, but it can't be until later, right? It is, yes. And that's exactly it. It is not vibranium. Yeah. It gets turned into vibranium. Yeah, when it becomes yeah. the white later uh, something, the white wolf. Wolf. Now, hey, he is. It's just titanium. Thing. It's cybernetic titanium. Okay. Yeah. So he's got action like like actuators. I think of the yeah, term it's like stuff yeah. like that so to it's, help like it's literally like, catch it when he catches the shield in the Winter Soldier. Like that's like it's, it's all shit inside the arm. Yeah, it's yeah. cybernetic titanium. Now at this point, titanium is the strongest metal, mm -hmm. other than that, that's known. Animantium, which is indestructible. Yeah. And then vibranium is like the most resistant. Yeah. So we have two types of fictional. <laughs> um, but titanium in the real world is the strongest metal that we have. Yeah. I think, as far as I know. I, yeah, I could be so. wrong because I, I don't follow right. up on science. <laughs> uh so as yeah, that's that's why it's as durable as it is and it, you know, whatever. But it's still got ripped off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It still got destroyed. And that's why. It wouldn't be it if it was vibranium. Been, it no. wouldn't have been. If it was animantium, it wouldn't have been. Mm -hmm. And it was the fact that he gets it's titanium and it gets turned into vibranium later. Yeah, I mean they could have taken his arm off still, but you would have had to take a lot more of his body. So, like instead of shooting the arm off, they'd have to shoot the whole shoulder. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, like I say, they'd have to take more of his body. <laughs> well, that's something else. Is like this isn't detachable at this point. Right. This is his. Like, yeah. This is his legit arm. Yeah. So yeah. like, I, I for whatever reason, and I think it's just because it's been a while, and I've never really put pieced that together. You know, later on we get to see that it's attachable. I thought that was a legit thing. Yeah. No, it's a Wakanda thing, and that's yeah. where that vibranium. That's smart. Fucking. <laughs> yeah, because they're smart. Because they're smart. <laughs> so. And I'm. They're not. really smart. I don't, you haven't seen Black Panther yet. You don't know how smart they are, Aram. You're right. Five you, shields. You, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I give it I fucking put you in my place. five shields, two hammers. <laughs> I have no hammers in this movie. That's because it only takes two hammers to make five shields. 
Tango and cash. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I got it. And it works. I mean, I got Tango and cash, but like... It works. Where did you jump in from Tango and cash for what he was saying? <laughs> two. <laughs> it takes two to two. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we didn't really answer oh, about the Thor God. thing, though. <laughs> you haven't... My, uh, so the reason here's my thought on it. The reason why Thor wasn't in here isn't just because of contract. We want to look at, you know, what if kind of thing, is because Thor would have easily fucked and stopped all. Well, of this. yeah, he just shut that whole shit down, yep. no matter what. All it would take one. The only one that would have resisted is Vision. He's the only one I think would have yeah. resisted and be oh, able wow, to like, yeah. Okay. Vision, yeah, Vision and him would have had to actually slug yep. it out. But. but who do you think he would? What side do you think he would have been on? I don't know. Does he say that's, it in future movies? <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah. Because even in the one shot, in the one shot, he's playing both sides. Yeah, he's trying to, he's he's trying trying to, to get, get somebody to call him up. Yeah. It's like, um, why don't you think about me? I think on a moral standpoint, I feel like he would have, at least in his own ego, probably wouldn't have let people put a limit on him. Mm-hmm. Like, so he would probably, in that respect, stand with Captain America, but... There's parts of me that thinks he might have sided with Stark at the same time. I'm torn on that. I don't know. That's a hard question to ask. Right? And that might maybe be why they just... didn't write him into the movies. And I think that, that's exactly that Maybe he would have been like, I don't know, this is Earth problems. <laughs> yeah. It could I, be. This has nothing me. to do with Asgard. Yeah. yeah. This is below me. I got bigger things. Is Loki here? With. No? Okay, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm going home. <laughs> I got to get but the yeah, scepter that, again. That I thought we are done with that. And that's probably why it wasn't written in, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think, and I agree. And I think that the I he's honestly, the truly morally gray area, like I think. Cause I think he would have He's outside looking in. He would have he I feel like he would have gone more on the, the Captain America side, but I also think that he would have been true and going, Hey, there's consequences to our actions. Yeah. Because he is that kind of guy. But he would have chafed at the idea of being put under someone yeah, else's. No, control. you would not he would not have yeah. gone, no, no, no. There may be a chain command, and there may be this, and I do, I do not, think you're 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 right. I think his ego, appropriately too, there's yeah. an appropriate purpose to his ego. Go, no, I am better than this. <laughs> Go fuck off, you ant. Or not even better, just like I don't, I don't know. I'm we're gonna stronger. put you in the raft. I'm from another planet. Try. I don't need to fucking. Yeah. Well, and that's a whole Ross thing. He said Thunderbolt Ross was like, oh, well, I, I, I misplaced two, you know, megaton missiles. I, yeah. There'd be consequences. First of all, you would never control Thor. Right. Thor's going to do what the fuck he wants to do because he's a goddamn god. That's what uh, uh, Tony Stark said, I think, in the previous one. Uh, yeah. one, of the, one of the films. Yeah. Second of all, Hulk, Banner, unpredictable. Yeah. Uncontrollable. What do you think you can fucking fucking control him? There's no way he they keep either of those two in the round. No, the second they want out, they're out. Yeah, Yeah. they're gonna do whatever the fuck they want, which is why I think they they wrote him out. Yeah, that's smart move. Yeah, it's a smart move because who the fuck they ain't gonna be able to do that. And to answer those questions on top of all these other questions that are in the movie, (laughs) you have to. Hell no, that was way too complicated. Yeah, you have to believe that in the writers' room they had Thor and Hulk at one point, and then they went, Mm -hmm. "We can't fucking do this." Yeah, (laughs) I feel the same way. I'm like, "Oh my god," they probably were like, "Oh," and then they eliminated, go, "Oh Oh god, (laughs) oh it's all easier now. It's so bright out here." (laughs) Um, Um, the one shot though. One shot. Team Daryl. Team Daryl. So team what was Thor, it? Sorry. Team Thor, part one. Yeah. So we find out that 
uh, Thor took some time off after Age of Ultron. Took a sabbatical. And, and went to <laughs> Australia. Australia and got a roommate uh, named Daryl, who uh, he hangs out with. Which is just an average guy. Yeah, just a guy that works in an office. Um, at one point, we see uh, him, like, because neither, neither Stark nor uh, Rogers calls him, like, during Civil War, and, like, he, he walks into the office that uh, Daryl's working. Daryl's working in, and like makes him email both of them, like like, oh, I'm not doing anything right now. If you need my help with anything, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I heard that you and Captain America are having some relationship problems. <laughs> <laughs> the the part where he's at the school and he's got the drawings, like, who's this purple idiot? Yeah, who's this? I'm surprised you knew that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So his, his murder board of what are Infinity Stones? Yeah. His drawing of Thanos in the chair is like, he's a purple guy who doesn't like to stand up. He's purple, does not like to stand up. And then there's Minyor. And then he's like, who's he holding? Oh, that's a me. (laughs) With sunglasses. The only if he was like a a life size or something, or like human size. (laughs) Wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Fury, is his last name really Fury? Or is it pronounced (laughs) Fur? It was good. You should watch it. I will. You should have watched it. And then you can just watch part two of it. It might, yeah, now because it is after <laughs> part one. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. You guys should end this episode. Bye. Bye. That is our wrap. So yes, I think that's all we have to say. Yeah, I was like, I think we so got what are we watching next, Aaron? Oh. Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, okay. yeah, we get Doctor Strange. There's nine fucking movies in this goddamn phase. So much information. Oh, my God. There's so many. So, yeah, we get uh, we get Doctor Strange next. And cool. um, it'll be uh, Thor... Ragnarok? One, well, no, one shot. Oh, Team Thor Part Team 2. Team Thor Part <laughs> 2. Part 2. <laughs> part two. <laughs> my mind went to Team Edward King Jacob, and I hated it. Right, instantly. So mm, Turned to ash. In my oh, God. Like shit. So we will be watching Doctor Strange and then Team Thor Part Two for so next week. We will also be wrapping up our, our musical third week for musical. Yeah. Yes. So, so stay tuned. <laughs> God, I wish that was on microphone. That would have been funny. Uh, so stay tuned for uh, for next week. So yeah, we'll catch you later. Peace. Peace. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to check us out. Jason, where can we be heard? I don't know, Tim. Where can we be heard? Let me tell you where we can be heard. You can find us on all the other platforms that you find podcasts like iTunes and Amazon Music. All them places you find all your favorite and popular podcasts. Yeah. Spotify. That's where I listen to podcasts. And nowadays you can rate your podcast on there. Go ahead and give us five stars on Spotify or any other platform you listen to your favorite podcast on. And Spotify. If you want to watch us, you can find us on YouTube. Go ahead and hit that thumbs up button. Give it a share. You got a comment, all the algorithm stuff, it helps. And if you want to comment on how bad and terrible we are doing or how ugly we look, just uh, send us an email at bnbbanterbros at gmail.com. And that's A-N-D, you said, between the B's? A-N-D, okay. in between the B. You can also check us out on the multiple social platforms that consume everybody's life, like the YouTube, the Twitch, the Twitter, the TikTokity, and the Instagrammy, including Facebook. So please, come check us out. We'll catch you next time.